Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brian. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Oh, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1. In Washington, you can find us on 1250, 930. Online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on... Are we on? We will at some point be on. Facebook Live and YouTube. Got a lot of guests to get to on today's program. Coming up later on in hour number one, we'll talk to the play-by-play voice for ECU basketball this season. He is Darren Vault, and uh, got his feet wet last night with Coach Michael Perry in the Pirates' season opening victory over Ferrum, 91-61. We'll talk to Darren about what he saw last night. Talk some hoops and more with Darren Vault coming up later on this hour. Hour two, the Mully Man will join us. We'll check in with Mike Mullis, talk some hoops, some football, some baseball, a little bit of everything with Mully. And uh, we'll have a couple of check-ins, one in hour two and one in hour three with Ellerby, who will be down uh, at Down on Main Street. The ECU Baseball Pirates will be hanging out at Down on Main Street from five to seven in Washington. That is uh, down on Main Street, Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Pirates will be there from 5 to 7. You can get your uh, pictures, your autographs, and they have a cool uh, baseball t-shirt that they are selling there. Grab that shirt and get that shirt autographed while you're there and enjoy a great dinner and some drinks at down on Main Street. We'll do a couple of check-ins with Ellerby coming up later on in today's show. Bryce Williams will join us in the 5 o'clock hour, and I've got a lot of audio to get to. We've got Mike Schwartz uh, from last night. Plus, Brandon Johnson. What a game for BJ. 29 last night in the win for Brandon Johnson. His comments and Ezra Ozar after the game last night. Plus, Mike Houston's Tuesday press conference. Also, Alex Flynn, Gerald Green, and BJ Davis if we have time. So, a lot of audio to get to on today's program. Shirley Rhodes is here. The uh, big dog, Glenn Griffin, is here. And we're missing somebody in studio. But don't fret. We have him on the phone. Mac McCarthy joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Coach Mac, happy basketball season to you. How you doing, sir? Happy basketball season to you guys. Got off to a good start yesterday. Had a, had a big day with four practices and uh, then a doubleheader, men's and women's in Blacksburg, the, the Hokie women. I had them on the radio, and then I had the men on the ACC Network Extra against uh, whoever the heck they play. Uh, the... Uh, Hey, you know, this time of year, this time of year, you got directional schools and and everybody else. But uh, you know, the women had high point, and the men 
at uh, Coppin State, um, and then um, I headed to UVA tomorrow for their women's opener. Uh, they they return a bunch of good players, and then off to Charlotte to do uh, Iowa against Virginia Tech, two Final Four teams um, on the radio Thursday, and then the men against uh, Virginia Tech men. They, they're a triple header in Charlotte on Friday. Um, Charlotte plays, then Virginia, Charlotte and Liberty, and then Virginia plays Florida, and then Virginia Tech plays South Carolina. And then uh, next week, I really get busy. I've got uh, six games in seven days next week, so I don't know where I'll be the day we, we're supposed to be on the air, but I, I think I can do it. Uh, but I think I'll be in Charlottesville that night doing the Virginia men, I believe. Mag McCarthy joining us. Do you, do you have somebody helping you keep up with all this, Coach? you trying to do this all on your own? <laughs> I do need. I need one of the. What do they call the president's guy? A body man. I need a body man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I plow on through it and uh, and keep try to keep everything either on my phone or written down or both. And uh, I, sometimes I wake up, I'm not sure exactly what hotel room I'm in, but uh, but all is good. It's uh, it's fun to be busy, and it's it's fun that basketball season has started. Even, even though we've got some huge football games to talk about, too. We got that on the docket as well, Coach, but a good night uh, last night for ECU Pirate Basketball. Men win in Menjis. We watched that one uh, watched that one live, and we'll talk about that. But uh, I want to give a shout-out also to Kim McNeil's Pirates, who knocked off Elon 68-37. to and uh, They didn't knock them off. They beat them out of. <laughs> Our rallying cry for women's basketball is clamped down on the defensive side of the ball, and to give up 37 points i'm gonna say the pirates are gonna win a lot of games uh if they can just allow 37 this year coach yeah you would think they'd have a chance almost every night wouldn't you the uh they they i tell you they kim plays a a kind of a hybrid defense that is really really difficult to prepare for um and, and gives offenses fits and uh it, sometimes it's a great equalizer uh you know when a team may be more talented but sometimes if if they're the more talented team, you can just whoop up on somebody. It didn't like Elon hadn't had a good program over there. Uh, yeah, so good wins last night. The women will unveil their AAC championship banner coming up on Thursday in Menji's Coliseum. Uh, men will be back home Saturday against Campbell. We'll talk to Chris Haymeyer about that on Friday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Um, enjoyed watching some hoops last night and, and during the day yesterday, Coach, and I, I watched uh, USC beat Kansas State. USC is a lot of fun. Keep an eye on them this year. They are a fun team to watch, sometimes a little too fun with behind the back passes and things like that but man they were they were out and running last night and put it on k-state and also watched after i got home from mengees james madison and they go toe-to-toe with michigan state you just feel like i've watched a million games like this in my life where the big favored home team will get a few calls and kind of pull away at the end of the game james madison stuck with it got to overtime uh, got a big stop at the end of regulation and then ended up winning in overtime. So the Dukes, that was their second, I think, uh, all-time win over ranked opponent, their first against the top 10 opponent. And uh, Sparty, starting number four in the nation, uh, is going to see that number go down after last night. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's weird. Uh, the, you know, if, if the research that I saw is, uh, is correct, uh, uh, a uh, top five team has lost to an unranked team in their opener like twice ever. <laughs> and I think it was, I think it was Michigan state both times. I think they lost 
uh, to Hawaii about 15 years ago or something like that. But uh, but yeah, the uh, that JMU they got some stuff going on right now. They're yeah. trying to play in a New Year's Day bowl game and uh, nobody will let them. Um, and then they're playing uh, playing lights out in basketball all of a sudden for Martin Byington, uh, who might, who is should be a familiar name to uh, to Pirate fans because they played against him regularly because. He was a great scorer at UNC Wilmington for Jerry Wainwright back in the day. Mag McCarthy joining us, dropping some knowledge on us, and uh, looking at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Uh, two games involving ranked teams here on this Tuesday in, in men's basketball: Florida A and M at Creighton, and then later tonight Auburn and Baylor uh, will be playing in south dakota sioux falls uh so there you go sioux falls and that's kind of that's kind of a weird uh, neutral site but uh and and we you know you mentioned the big uh you know knockoff uh you know upset for the men's side on the women's side i don't know if you can get a bigger one although colorado's a really good basketball team but i don't think lsu uh, expected to lose to anybody this year maybe lose any game this year but uh, all those egos didn't necessarily mesh together for that first game and Kim Mulkey will have some work to do, and then and then I thought another neat thing for the women's side was uh, the game with uh, you know in in Paris of all places, uh, you know we're uh, blowout over there and and and, and got whooped, uh, but uh, but what a what a neutral site game that is. Uh, yeah, and we'll see that South Carolina team in Menji's Coliseum uh, coming off a 29-point win over Notre Dame. They'll be in Menji's coming up, uh, what, December 30th, I believe the date of that game is, with Dawn Staley's team coming to Greenville. All right, so college basketball is here. We will talk a lot about that with Mac McCarthy on our Tuesday visits, but want to get in some uh, some college football talk as well. And Coach Mack, uh oh, I have a new favorite team. It's a little late in the year, but my new my my favorite team is the Arizona Wildcats, and that <laughs> you you jumped on that bandwagon a little late. Yeah, well, it's been so it's been really two weeks in a row, but I'm going to take it back to three because they're always on after a late fifth quarter. They're always playing a ranked team. They're always an underdog, and they always win. And it's, it's it's incredible, and uh, they are ranked this week. All right. What's that? Beat three team, three ranked teams in a row. Three ranked teams in a row, and now they are ranked. And uh, man, they they they're fun to watch and uh, pretty dominant too. The other night against UCLA, but I don't get to watch many games from start to finish due to being tied up here all day Saturday. But when I can watch a game, and then I had a thought, Coach, what's going to happen? When the Pac-12 is gone with Pac-12 after dark, like what games are they still going to have like West Coast Big Ten games on late or is Stanford going to play Virginia Tech at 1030 in the ACC game? Like I need my late games for, for us getting home late, you know? Weirdly enough, that's that that's the first West Coast game in the ACC, Virginia Tech at Stanford. <laughs> is it really? All right. So you you pulled that you pulled that out of the air right there. As long as they kick it off at ten thirty, I'm fine with it. I need some late games when I get home to watch. I would think that's pro- a likely possibility. <laughs> um, we saw some some top teams getting tested 
at least for a little while. And uh, Rutgers, Ohio State, Ohio State puts up 28 second half points. They were losing. They were about to go down potentially two scores and got a big pick six. Uh, They end up beating Rutgers 35-16. Georgia-Missouri was a tight game throughout. Missouri hung around, but Georgia wins that 30-21. Florida State's only up 10-7 at halftime and took, I think, a late score to take the lead there at uh, at halftime, but they end up knocking off Pitt. 24 to 7 uh you saw texas k-state that was a classic in austin great comeback from kansas state so again uh mac we see these teams get tested that are vying for a uh, a championship spot uh for a playoff spot and uh, a few teams passing the test last week yeah it, it was a heck of a week and uh you know and as good as any of them was probably oklahoma state oklahoma and we we talked about that a lot last week and you know, I, I you know you just had that feeling that despite gundy's record that uh that oklahoma state was going to find a way to win that last bedlam game and he won't care what his overall record is he has bragging rights for probably eternity, because uh, I don't see Oklahoma, uh, you know, going back to Stillwater anytime soon. Yep, that might be it, and uh, I, I hope I haven't checked in, Mac. I hope Stillwater is still standing after Saturday, because those uh, <laughs> those fans were ready to go during the game and after the game. We know the goalposts aren't standing for sure. That's right. Uh, we'll get to our top ten, top twenty-five picks. I. I, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying I switched my pick late, um, but I still have LSU beating Alabama as my pick. But Saturday night when that game was about to start, I was like, you just can't pick against Alabama here. And uh, Milrow looked good. Of course, we know the LSU defense is bad. 42 points rolled up for Alabama. Speaking of bad defense, 52 points rolled up for Washington. And I guess Lincoln Riley had to fire uh, his buddy there, right? The defensive coordinator. Yeah, he fired old Alex Grinch, and um, you know that they got more problems than, than whoever's calling the defensive signals. It doesn't matter what kind of defense you run if, if nobody is going to tackle anybody. And um, but gosh, I, you know, and and I hate to go out on this limb at this point in time, but uh, but I, I'll still die on this hill. Uh, USC still has the best quarterback in the country. I don't care what happens. He he keeps them in games, and he is all by himself. Uh, yeah, he has a couple weapons around him, but they can't stop anybody, and they still have chances to win some games. But Caleb, Caleb is going to make a bunch of money, and uh, and some NFL franchise. Hopefully, he'll go to to your guys because you all need help up there in Washington. Uh, we're fine at quarterback, coach. We got our guy, well, Sam Howell. You all aren't as good as him. Well, I mean, have you looked? Well, okay, you're not even an NFL guy. I don't know what, if you're trying to just get my blood pressure going, but I can reel off some names of quarterbacks that played this week. Danny DeVito's nephew or whatever, Tommy DeVito's one of them. They got guys you've never heard of. We're fine at quarterback, Coach. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, good luck this week. Thank you. Who's worse, you all or the Jet? <laughs> they got, a, yeah, they got a lot of issues. Uh, look at NFL Mac coming in for the first time this year. All right, <laughs> games this week. Let's see. Can let's do some yes or nos, and you can add some words to them if you'd like, Coach. Can Penn State give Michigan a battle and and win the game at Beaver Stadium? All year. All year, I was on Penn State for this game. All year. 
and, and I and not kidding you like I was against Ohio State. <laughs> I've been I, Penn State at home against Michigan. I had this I had this in ink, but this dadgum you know Connor Stallion Gate uh, has messed all this up because now Michigan is feels offended and uh, aggrieved and they are going to play their butt off and uh, I. I Sorry, Penn State. Uh, I've been on your on your bandwagon, but no, Michigan is going to win this football game just because they're mad as hell at the world. I like that they're mad and they're the ones that cheated. Why do, why do we? Yes, yes, they turned this thing around. Sounds like politics. Yeah, uh, shoot the messenger. It was Ryan Day. It was Ohio State. They're the bad ones. Uh, all right, yeah, they were. They, they made Michigan cheat. <laughs> um. I wish these games were at night. I feel like there's more upsets at night. How about Kentucky and Bama? How about an upset in Lexington? What do you think, Coach? No. No? I mean, even though they're coming off the emotional game, um, Alabama's kind of hitting their stride, although they're not going to score 42 against Kentucky like they did at LSU, though. All right. How about for one game, Miami rallies the troops and puts it together and Florida State's been shaky at times. Uh, they're a little too shaky against Miami, and we get like a wide right or wide left or whatever. You know, this game worries me for the for for Florida State and and, and actually for the ACC because Florida State's the, the last best chance they've got to be in the college football playoffs as a league. But uh, gosh, Florida State still has some weapons. They set a bunch of people out. Didn't have their top two receivers at Pittsburgh and. Still eventually pulled away in that game. Uh, that that one scares me, and, it, and I even looked at it as as the top ten upset. Mm-hmm. So Florida State, too too much. All right, um, boy, you you pointed out Washington's shaky defense for the last few weeks, Coach Mack, but they got enough defense to beat Utah at home, right, and score enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to have at least an offense to to try to score Washington. Uh, Washington gives up a bunch of points, but they give up a bunch of points to pretty good offenses usually. But uh, yeah, I think well, I think Utah's done, and uh, Washington uh, got a little reprieve last week with a good win on the road against USC. Even though they can't play defense, um, I think Washington will be fine. All right, and finally, Lane Train goes into Athens and beats Georgia, and everybody's talking about it. What do you think? Mm, nah. Nah, I don't think so. Ole Miss is interesting, but gosh, the best thing they do is run the football, and the best thing Georgia does is stop people from running the football. So, uh, you know that that one, that one, that one. I'll just go ahead and, and tell you ahead of time that'll be my top ten loss, Ole Miss. Mine too, because I'm gonna kind of wimp out here uh, after a zero and two week for me. Uh, Chan, let's welcome in Chandler Honeycutt. What's up, Chandler? Uh, what's up, guys? Hey, man. Um, Hold on, hold on. What are you doing? Oh, I thought we were doing our picks. We are, but let me let me let it breathe a little bit. All right. Last week, I said LSU over Bama. I said Georgia State over James Madison. Did you hear Sean Elliott after the game, Coach? No, I didn't. Oh man. Hey Shirley, can you pull that up from yesterday real quick? Yeah, the the thing I DM'd you um, on Twitter. Sean Elliott, Georgia State coach. So after I picked Georgia State against James Madison, this is uh, how I sounded. Coach Mike, uh, we'll hear his post-game comments after the loss. I can't wait. I don't know how I didn't hear it. All right. 
Well, it's pretty obvious that we got our ass kicked today <laughs> by a pretty good football team. That's enough. That's and enough. I, I, <laughs> and he went on from there. Uh, poor effort from him, poor effort from the staff, poor effort from the players. And he said, I promise you that's the last time we'll play like that. But there you go. He was uh, he was angry. I was angry. We were all angry. So I went 0-2. Promises you can't keep, though. There you go. Sean, 2-0. and They're calling him Mr. Big 12. Let's go, baby. Because he had OK State knocking off Oklahoma, and you had Texas beating K-State. K-State made that one interesting. I've been loving those Oklahoma State picks this year. I think that's the second time they've gotten me a win. So, Well, stay uh, tuned because I got an Oklahoma State pick this week. All right, so I'm going to stay in the Big 12. It uh, is not your pick. I haven't got to Mac yet. What are you doing? Do you... I thought you were coming to me. To no, the we're just talking, man. Oh, okay. We we got three hours on the show. Do you got well, somewhere to be? A certain amount of time with Mac. Do you know where to? Do you have somewhere to be? No, I don't. All right, would well, you relax? Sorry, Coach Mac. Chan man, Chan man. When we're live, I'll, I'm going to edit all this out. Oh, we're live. <laughs> all right, Coach Mac had LSU knocking off Alabama. Errant. And he did have Georgia beating Missouri. So Coach Mack in these picks, twelve and eight. Chandler with a great bounce back, ten and ten. And now I am in the rear at nine and eleven. So Chandler, we go to you. All right, can I pick now? <laughs> just just hold on. I just want one. I just want your top twenty five. All right. Actually, you know what? Give me your top ten, because it's gonna be kind of lame. Because I'm taking Ole Miss. Max taking Ole Miss. Are you going to take Ole Miss? No. Wow. Okay. My top ten pick is actually the opposite of Coach Mack. So you're going? I'm going Georgia. No. I'm going Penn State at home against Michigan. Oh, you're going back. I'm going back. That's why I was saying I'm Happy going Valley. back. Yes. So I'm going to the Big Ten here. I'm going Penn State at Happy Valley against the Wolverines. Okay. Give them their first loss. All I right. was thinking about taking. I was thinking about taking Kentucky. Will you let Coach Mack talk? What's wrong with you today? I didn't know he was talking. That's me for not being there. You know, Michigan has Penn State signs, right? <laughs> yes. Here's your sign. But they're going to prove that that doesn't matter. But I was thinking about going Kentucky at home against Alabama. But ever since beating Florida at home a few weeks ago or a couple of months ago, they've lost at home against Tennessee in a dogfight, but then they got throttled by Missouri at home too. So uh, they're 0-2 at home since that big win against Florida. So I, I just veered away from Kentucky. Um, so, But my top 10 pick this week is uh, Penn State over Michigan. Coach Mack, music trivia for you. Who, uh, What 90s pop group sang the song The Sign? I saw The Sign, and it opened up my eyes. Who was that? Taylor Swift. Uh, it's not. It's ace of base. I thought she was the answer to everything. Not 90s. All right. Oh. Chandler's got Michigan losing to Penn State. Coach Mack, you're rolling with Georgia over Ole Miss? I am. As am I. All right. Sean, back to you, buddy. Top 25 team to lose this week. I'm going to go um, a pretty easy one here. Washington over Utah. All right. 
Give me the Huskies at home. And you went pretty out there on your top ten pick, so I I, I like you being a little safer with yeah. that one. Um, I'll go ahead and tell you mine because I want to get your thoughts and Coach Max thoughts on it. Chandler, you have been all over the mullet cowboy, Mike Gundy. Yes. And Oklahoma State. It's worked out, but it, at one point this year, it did not work out. They are still partying. They just had the win of a lifetime. As Coach Max said, Oklahoma's never going to go there again. So they are going to remember this one, talk about this one, party from this one forever. And they're going to go to Orlando, Florida, to the bounce house, and come out absolutely flat versus UCF. And by the time they get off the mat, it'll be like 17 to 3, 17 nothing. They won't. It'll be too late for them to come back. UCF knocks off Oklahoma State and knocks them out of the top 25, Coach wow. Mack. What do you think? I think it's a brave pick and, and not a, just a totally crazy pick, but, uh, you know, it's certainly against the odds. So uh, I, I'd rather go with the odds, and there are a couple choices with that. So uh, well, you're out there. I, li- I like the fact that you're going for it. Yeah. I, I, I went with an easy one for top 10, so I, I wanted to get out there with the other one. Coach Mack is playing this to win, which is fine. But dang, Coach, I wish you'd show a little, you know, a little stones, little onions, as Bill Raftery would say. Oh, oh, no. Onions! No, we're, we're, we're in. We're, we're in it to win it right here. <laughs> All right, what do you got for top 25? Easy. I mean, the easiest one on the board. I, I don't know why y'all didn't pick it, but Oregon over with uh, USC. We didn't pick it because we're entertainers, Coach. We like to enter. We're entertaining the audience with these picks. Well, I enjoy hearing you all say crazy stuff. So. <laughs> uh, we are on Facebook and YouTube now. Let me check in with the chat gang real quick. I got one more thing to ask, Coach Mack. Um, what's up, Jamie? Jerry says, "Hey, Pirate Radio Live. I can see you and hear you now." Um. Apparently, they were on a previous chat. Mark says, awesome hat today, Clip. Thank you, Mark. This is the Lucha Avocados that the Down East Wood Ducks wore. Uh, let's see. If Penn State beats Michigan, that trumps Clip's Eagles-Jets pick. Wait. First of all, it was... Who was my pick? It was Jets over the Eagles. That was the pick. Okay, yes, yeah. Jets over the Eagles. You think that trumps that? No way. Nothing can trump that. No. Coach Mack, uh, did you watch or are you aware of the truck race on Friday night? Uh, I am aware of the truck race. Okay, so just very generally speaking here, I, I saw tweets on it. I, I, don't, I don't understand. And I'm saying this as like I am uneducated on the sport of NASCAR. But I always hear, like, it was so much better back then. They used to rub, rub in his racing, and they would get into it, and it was so much fun. So then the other night, I guess a guy gets accidentally bumped, and his championship chances go down the drain. And then later in the race, he waits for that guy, spins him out, right, wrecks him. And I saw everybody freaking out. and uh, So I don't understand. Like, what's the happy medium here? What, what Was he not supposed to do that? Help me out. Oh, 100% he was supposed to do it. Okay, I thought so. I don't know. I understand all the negativity I saw about it. He was going to win the championship, and and he took Josevar out, and he should have taken Josevar out. If he didn't take Josevar out, I, I would never watch him race again. 
there you go you whoever who was it coach who's the who we're talking Corey, about Corey Heim took Jason Hosovar out there you go so you gained a fan in coach Mack and one in me as well Corey Heim I'm <laughs> sure that means a lot to you it does and how about last year I told you about this CJ Schaefer told me to pick Ryan Blaney to win a race I picked him he didn't win I accidentally bet on him to win the championship and not that race and I was one year too early on Ryan Blaney that sucks that, that, and I've got a little bit of, of cool information for you here. The, I do, you you know you guys know I do another radio show in Chattanooga on a WGOW the Talk Monster every Thursday during football season. Every Thursday yeah, in the summertime, it's on Tuesdays, but every Thursday. And they have had uh, they have a NASCAR segment, and they have had a guy from Penske Racing on kind of regularly. One of the one of the big general managers. I don't know what his title is, vice president competition or something but he's been on their show and and uh, they they've been going back and forth and uh he promised if they made it to the championship race he would put a wgow fm sticker on blaney's car oh wow it was on there it was on there bigger than life that is cool that's really cool we've had a pirate radio sticker on a picture of it and there's a picture of it somewhere and i will send it to you yeah all right good stuff I like that. All right, Coach Mack, we hit hoops, we hit football. Uh, anything else before we let you go? <laughs> no, we're all good. Uh, look forward to being back in town, even if it's just to uh, change underwear. <laughs> all right. Uh, busy, busy basketball season for Coach Mack. He'll join us on Tuesdays, either here in studio or on the phone. And I love the picture we're using for Coach Mack on the YouTube and Facebook on our video because he's laughing. Instead of making that face, he usually makes when he's here, looking at me and Chandler, which is just dis- hold on while hold on there while while you're talking, okay? Which is total disgust. Is it total disgust? That's the one you usually show to us when you're here live in oh. studio. Gosh, I hate you said that. I'm gonna <laughs> uh, I'm gonna send you this while we're talking. All right, on here. All right, uh, this will be this will be big. What you say, Chandler? I can hear the disgusting look on his face right now. He is disgusted. You, uh, you got it. Um, I do have a question from Jamie too, Coach. He uh, asked about your thoughts on Coach uh, Bobby Knight passing away. Well, he, he was he he was a great great coach, influenced an awful lot of people. He was a complicated person, certainly had a dark side, but uh, he he probably had more influence on the game of basketball maybe than any coach in history um you know it, it'd be close maybe between him and, and john wooden but he influenced a whole lot of coaches that made a lot of money over the years all right coach yes sir i got your uh your picture i am showing it to our uh our youtube camera and there you go. it is ryan blaney holding up the sticker so now how do we get a pirate radio sticker on the next champions car we got to we got to have more NASCAR guests. I mean, I, you guys you guys tolerate me talking about it, but you haven't tolerated me getting any guests. All right, uh, maybe next year, Coach Mack. <laughs> enjoyed it, man. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. See you, Coach Mack. All right, there he is, the man, Mack McCarthy. Oh, King Mackerel. Uh, is that a cool nickname, King Mack? Cruel. You just want to go, King Mack? King Mackerel. I like King Mackerel. 
uh mike p said did the sky cam get lower or did clip get taller or uh, chandler said it was lower i was gonna throw out another option or what i don't know mike p's eyesight got worse i don't know man we got we got a lot to get to let's take a break we got to get to darren vault who was the play-by-play voice for ecu basketball he was on the call last night we will talk to him about the pirates win when we return on pirate radio live hour number one rolls on after this let's take it slow okay Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Man, something happened today that may make me stop watching the NFL. Is that involving one Carson Wentz? It is. Ah, yes. He is back in the NFL. I like stuff like this uh, from Adam Schefter. He said... I saw... I was going to mention that, too. You are chatty today, which is a good thing for radio. I mean, I can just shut up for the rest of the show. Why would you do that? Because you seem to have a problem with me talking. I didn't. Uh, I don't want it to seem that way. I was just pointing out that you're chatty. I am a little chatty today. <laughs> chatty chant? No, I'm just going to say some quick things and not talk anymore. Chatty chant? All right, what do you got? What did Adam Shepard say? Adam who? Adam Shepard. He said a full circle quarterback moment. The Rams drafted Jared Goff number one overall in 2016. Carson Wentz went number two to the Eagles. Goff went to the Lions to replace Matthew Stafford, who replaced Goff in L.A. And now Wentz will back up Stafford in L.A. Man, that is a mouthful. That is uh, mind blowing. R.I.P. Rams. Carson Wentz back in the NFL. Is their owner going to start him in a <laughs> must win game? Maybe so. <laughs> Ron Rivera may try to trade for him now. He'll he'll see some film and be like, "Wow, this guy. We should have him. He should play." Man, if I knew he was that good, I would have started him more over Taylor Heineke last year. Even though I said I would have started Sam Howe. Um. Oh, Jamie, are you here in the chat? I received a package, and I've not opened it yet but i am awaiting for our four o'clock guest we'll have uh an update on was last week halloween it was time flies last tuesday a week ago today there was some talk of mully wearing a <laughs> mark davis wig for the low low price of 100 bucks um 
we're going to open up the package that was sent to pirate radio that was received yesterday when mully joins us hopefully he's in studio all right we got to get to this interview so let's talk to darren vault who is the play-by-play voice for ecu basketball pirates getting off to a one and zero start after a win over ferrum last night and darren joins us on the pirate radio live line darren appreciate your time how you doing man i am uh i'm great clip glad to have the the first game of the season behind me so i've sort of settled in right i get the run of show with the the how we how we do it with uh pirate hoops on the radio it was a good night last night with coach michael perry we had a lot of fun uh wish the wish the pirates team would have been a little less clunky there in the first half but uh, they cleaned it up well i thought toward the end and, and got a an unexpected win over division three Farrell. yeah and uh you mentioned your uh broadcast partner there michael perry who uh is in what his third season i believe doing this he is relatively new uh off the bench as well but a wealth of knowledge we enjoy talking hoops with coach perry and uh hopefully you guys are uh are, will be uh, quite a team as the year goes on and and hopefully the team you saw last night will be a uh, quite a team as the year goes on you mentioned it uh, a little shaky there in the first half um and things got going there in the second half brandon johnson and i don't know how much you can take away from games like this darren but you can certainly take away individual efforts and brandon johnson last night 29 points perfect from the line 10 out of 10 hit three behind the uh the three-point line and did pull down nine rebounds so good overall game for brandon last night yeah and um i think you know coach perry and i talked about this last night clip the 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 free throw situation is something that you can take away from this game. Maybe not the volume because ECU totally outmatched Ferrum physically, as you would expect with a D1 playing a D3. So I think it's fair to say they're going to be able to impose their will and perhaps get to the line more often in these types of games. But the, the actual making of those shots, like those are undefended. Whether you're playing another D1 or playing a D3 or a middle school team, it doesn't matter, right? So for, for BJ to go 10 of 10 from the stripe um, was pretty huge on way to his career high 29 points. But also Ezra Azar was 7 of 10 from the line. RJ Felton was 5 of 6 as a team. The Pirates shot right around 77%, hitting 30 of 39 free throws. So, you know, I think very simply when, when, you're, when you're using logic to figure out, okay, what can we take away from this? Well, the free throws are the exact same, no matter who the opponent is. So that's a positive sign coming out of this one. But uh, BJ looks good, man. I, I um, having Coach Perry, having seen him more frequently last season and in the preseason this year, I, I, I talked to him a lot about Johnson off of the air and, and just kind of trying to get a feel for, okay, what, what kind of player – was he last year? And of course, I can get so much from from box scores and watching replays and, and that sort of thing. And I, I think he's his game has come a long way, a, a lot like it did toward the end of last year. He's he's sort of just continued that trajectory in the off season and in the preseason. So I think BJ's hoping to have a, a really really solid season. Darren Vault joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. I remember early in the year asking Coach Perry on this show if uh, he was concerned about rebounding before we got into conference play and would the Pirates be able to rebound. And and he said no, that is an uh, you know an, an effort thing. The Pirates do lack a little bit of size. They have some size, but they're young there uh, at the center position. So 
uh, might be a little undersized this year. The Pirate, and I want to say, Darren, uh, if you recall, uh, was Ferrum out rebounding East Carolina at halftime, or at least most of that first half? Uh, East Carolina ends up out rebounding Ferrum 38 to 28. Uh, but I know that was an issue early in the season last year, and uh, at times was an issue for the Pirates last night. Yeah, I, I don't remember the exact count clip, but it was close, right? Which is obviously closer than, than ECU wants it to be at the half. Um, I, I think early on, and Coach Perry pointed this out pretty early in the broadcast last night, that the one-on-one defending was the issue. The help defense was there. Like There's this, there's, there's this great asset of having uh, a coach like Michael Schwartz, and now since then he's added a Mark Adams on the staff. Like This is a very defensive-minded coaching staff, and there's, there's an asset in that I think team defense and help defense are things that are, are more prioritized with a coaching staff like that. That element of the D looks pretty good for ECU on a number of counts in that first half. But when it was one-on-one, it would be just this D3 player kind of taking a YOLO shot, right, and and putting his head down, going to the hoop, and tossing it up and having, in the end, a a pretty easy layup on on occasion. And those are the possessions that Coach Schwartz talked about in our post-game show when he he sat down with us. And those are the types of possessions that he was not happy with. They did clean it up a a bit more in the second half. But Ferrum shot 45%. For the game, I mean, this is, and part of it, part of it was the was the defensive issues. Another part of it was a guy like Jakari Johnson for Ferrum, who played at Mount Olive last year and only got in nine games. He, he scored no more than six points in a single game all season at the Division Two level. Well, he was lights out for a stretch there before he went out in the second half with cramping. He was eight of fifteen from the field. Ferrum's leading scorer with nineteen. I mean, there was a time where it was just like, hey, can we? Can we head to the portal and get this guy? Like, he came out of nowhere from Mount Olive. But, um, I, you know, so, so there's some shot-making to give Ferrum credit for. They they kind of brought their best shot to this this Division One David Goliath-type matchup. But at the same time, there were those defensive lapses for ECU. And I think, to, get, to circle it back to your initial question, the rebounding, that was part of it. Yeah. You know how you can sort of get caught watching uh, a lot of the times with rebounding. I think it was sort of a, a, a similar physical act by the Pirates players. They would get caught watching a guy drive to the basket. They would get, get caught watching and not boxing out a guy. And that was stuff that, again, just kind of got fixed as the game went on, but was not, was not perfect throughout, even at the end. Darren Vault joining us. Darren, while we're uh, shouting out Farron players, let me give a shout-out to number 12. Uh, what is it, uh, Abel Rivera, who uh, my dad and I, my dad really enjoyed his old school game. I uh, kind of had an old school game, and I thought he, uh, he's he got a great look. He almost looked like an actor playing in a basketball movie. He had kind of like a Rick Fox look to him. Like he had a good look, a good old school game, and uh, it was kind of was fun to watch last night. He had 18 points for fair. Yeah, 9 of 14 from the field. Handsome young guy, but huh? as Coach Michael Perry said, multiple times on the broadcast he would catch it at the top of the key and it it, it got to the point where and mind you coach perry and i don't really know each other like that yet clip he he's leaning over to me like grabbing me because he had insisted over and over again like every time abel rivera touched to the basketball he was going to go drive to the basket right and that's what happened every time so you know it got to a point where he'd get into double figures he'd hit one of those layups and 
I know it was driving Coach Perry crazy. He was just kind of like, well, that's what he's doing every single time he's touched the basketball. But to the guy's credit, if it's working, why stop? Yeah. He looked pretty good. It was, he was, honestly, that these, these matchups can be kind of fun here and there because, you know, we had, we came in having no idea who these, D3 players are for Ferrum. And, and, you know, they're the underdogs. We want ECU to win, but there's kind of an underdog aspect to watching them. You you see a player whose game you like, you're like, okay, yeah, I like that he did okay against the, the uh, more physical, larger, faster opponent. Yeah, and on that note, uh, Calvin Washington, number 25's family, was sitting right next to us, and I spoke with his family before the game, and I said, all right, I'll pull for number 25 and pull for the Pirates. And uh, unfortunately, he only played 16 minutes because he fouled out, and I felt so bad for them uh, coming down here to uh, to the game uh, from Virginia and watching. Actually, he said they were from Fayetteville, so coming up to the game uh, to Greenville. But, uh, yeah, Calvin Washington's family saw him score five points last night in Menjis. And, by the way, for folks that aren't aware, East Carolina did win this game by 30 points. So we're talking as uh, about all the things they need to clean up. And on that note, Darren, one more thing they need to clean up. And hopefully this comes with playing together on the court, maybe hard to replicate in practice and things like that. But kind of disappointed in the fast break last night for East Carolina. They had several, and uh, they finished a few. They got fouled on a few. They turned over a few. It was uh, a bit clunky on the fast break for the Pirates last night. Yeah, and, you know, we we noticed a couple of times early clip. It seemed like they were trying to get a little cute on the fast break, yeah. given the, the nature of this matchup, right? Some passes that they tried to skip in rather than just like putting it on a guy's chest. Right? It would have simplified the process totally. Um, a time or two where they didn't make the extra pass. A time or two where the extra pass probably could have benefited them. Just like feel stuff that when you're in transition in a basketball game, you don't really have a lot of time to think about it. And, um, yeah, that that could use some work. I don't know that I'm necessarily worried about that. I mean, this is a, an ECU team that's got players that typically do pretty well in transition, and there were some highlights to it, right? There was the midcourt steal and um, a quick outlet and a zipped pass forward to Ezra Asar for the two-handed jam um, in the second half as they started to create some separation. So I, I don't know that that's necessarily something of concern, for this team, and obviously, I think as the defense improves one v one, you'll start to create a little bit more of those transition opportunities with the defense. And if that's not a cluttered mess, it, like it was in some cases, the defense I'm talking about, then you know, typically you you go into that transition attack with a, a, a better, more full head of steam, and you've got a little more options. You're quicker to think with it. Um, so I think that one will sort of fix the other, if that makes any sense. Darren Vault joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, play-by-play voice for East Carolina basketball. This is our first year uh, without the voice, Jeff Charles, uh, calling hoops and uh, miss him every day. Uh, Darren, our friend here at Pirate Radio, and I asked Jim Zoki this when he took over the football play-calling duties, and I did not hear the uh, final horn sound last night uh, and your radio call, but are you going with uh, the paint of purple or are you uh, you doing your own thing to, to honor the voice uh, this year? Yeah, it's a valid question, Cliff. I, I, I out of respect to Jeff, and who's a guy I had a, a lot of admiration for, especially just in the way that he carried himself as a person, the way yeah. he did the job. Um, that's not something I'm I'm trying to do is replicate what he did. I even mentioned it before we went off the air last night. I was like, hey, I'd be remiss to not mention 
our friend, the late Jeff Charles, before signing off tonight. Um, it, I, I'm honored to, to be in his stead for this, this basketball season. It's not lost on me. It's not something I take for granted. No. Uh, you guys in Pirate Nation are, are used to a very high standard in that role, and uh, I want to do my best to, to keep it that way, right? I don't want to uh, lower the standard for the sound of, of Pirate basketball broadcast. So uh, with that being said, I've got my own style. Jeff had his. It was great. I think mine is good, so we're going we're gonna to roll through with mine. There you go. Darren Vault joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. And Darren, I uh, got a lot going on. I asked you before we came on the air. So uh, you got anything else going on? And, uh, yes, you have a laundry list. So other than calling Pirate Hoops, uh, what are you up to right now? Oh, man, the life of a, a, a contracted broadcast guy for hire. So uh, I, I was explaining to you I do a high school football TV package in the Charlotte area. So we, we're going through playoffs with that. A couple more weeks that I'll be on the call on Fridays. We actually have the Shrine Bowl on that package this year uh, for the first time. So that's going to be in mid-December. I'm really looking forward to that. Still mixing in some ACC stuff as well. Um Tomorrow night, I've got UNC's women against Gardner-Webb on ACC Network Extra. Uh, yeah, it's busy time of year, man. Uh, the D1Baseball.com podcast that uh, Danny Graves of ACC Network and I do, is we're, we're sort of in off-season mode, but we've got some stuff cooking where we've got some episodes coming out shortly. So uh, it never, ever stops. And then, of course, North Carolina education lottery drawings occasionally so you see me a couple of times a week on that yeah you've probably uh cursed at darren for not calling your numbers uh before i apologize i i I have zero control people are often curious yeah i have zero control over the numbers i can't help you and i'm sorry that you didn't win do not blame the messenger darren has nothing to do with it i got campbell coming up this weekend darren will talk to our buddy chris haymeyer and preview that one later on this week here on pirate radio live but pirates uh man a lot of home games uh where are you uh where are you in the triangle darren where are you uh living yeah yeah okay so, so I, I drive right around an hour a little over gotcha to get to Memphis for for home games a lot of home games coming up this month and uh a lot of uh fun action inside of Menji's. darren uh you got uh, game one under your belt so i know you feel good about that and looking forward to hearing you and uh coach perry all season long uh, gonna be a lot of fun and darren you, maybe you jumped on at a good time this team um has some some high aspirations this year and for good reason so uh, we're excited for it yeah, I certainly think so. I, I mean, I hope so. You're right. The job is just way, way more fun when, when yeah. the team wins more often than not. Having that record number of home games will help, I think. Um, it, there was great energy for what it's worth in Minji's. I saw some, you know, some, some chatter that maybe it wasn't quite as full for a season opener as fans would like. Um, I, I was there. The energy was great. The students were awesome. The yeah. Minji's maniacs, as I know them now. Um, I thought it was pretty good energy, all things considered, right? It's it's not a matchup necessarily that every Pirate fan is going to get jacked up about. But, um, you know, no more D3s from here on out. So I think Pirate Nation is going to show out and games will be a lot of fun. Darren, thanks for joining us, man, talking some hoops. We'll keep in touch and hopefully can do this uh, again this season and uh, keep up the good work, man, and I uh, appreciate you joining us today. Of course, Clip. Anytime, man. Thank you. Darren Vault joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line, recapping the Pirates' 30-point win over Ferrum. Let's take a break. Good question from Mike P. What is the best word for dunk? 
We'll uh, run over some of those options when we return and wrap up Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. The Mully Man, Mike Mullis, joining us Hour 2. A lot more to go. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? CopyPro.net. Visit CopyPro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, bad break management alert from your host, Clip Brock, and producer Shirley Rhodes. Really, it falls oh, yeah, on the producer. Oh, yeah, throw me under the bus, bus too. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, so we got to do a quick seg here, and I'll go and introduce the Molly man, Mike Mullis. Hello, Molly. Hey, buddy. So Mike P says, what is the best word for dunk? Let's go around the horn. Uh, flush. Mm, that's I was that was top of my mind. Flush. John, do you have one? When you used to dunk back in high school? Yeah, back when I dunked back in high school, what did they used to say? Um, I don't know. He dunked like a, a long jam. Snapper. Jam, flush, jam. I was gonna go Molly flush. when you were uh, West Charlotte dominating well, it on was, the court. It was a lot of yeah, no, I, yeah, uh, yeah, I. I, I I mean, it's kind of flush. You dunk, man. He flushed that. I don't know. Corey, uh, Corey Glore had a great dunk call last night. They uh, they had a dude come down the lane and just, I mean, with pure violence. Uh, pretty good. You can find it on social media. It's worth checking out. Oh, you don't. You're not going to tell. Well, us he didn't. I mean, he, he went on and on and on. What what, tomahawk. He a said, tomahawk is a descriptor of a type of dunk. Yeah, it's tomahawk not jam or something like that. Um, I don't think he said that last night, buddy. It's okay though. You're awfully chatty today. <laughs> I could have swore he said Tomahawk. No, maybe, maybe no, he didn't. Slam flush. Uh, Steve said, Dipsy dude, Dunkaroo. <laughs> you know what I like? Your idol, Chandler. Who's your idol? Eric Collins. No, your old idol. For real. Your guy. You put him on a pedestal. You literally said he was a god. <laughs> Tom Suter. Tom Suter. W-R-A-L used to say Jamburger, and I loved Let's Jamburger. Let's go to the videotape. Jamburger was a great call. I like Ian Eagle, or as you, what did you call him? Ion. Ion Eagle. Ion Eagle. Ion Eagle. Um, with the Rack Attack. Rack Attack. I like Rack Attack. No, that's not bad. Especially, like, that's sim- that's somewhat new. For somebody to create something new, yeah. pretty good. I like Rack Attack. Uh, all right. I'm trying to think of what Eric Collins says, but I think he has... <laughs> Woo, you! <laughs> Terry! Ah! He just Terry! Says a bunch of nonsense. All right, so this has been that segment. Molly, uh, that. this didn't count as your segment. 
Okay. All right. Well, yeah. This is a little overtime, a little OT. Okay. All right. When we return, we will talk hoops, football, baseball, and more with the Mully Man. Also, big development. I received a package yesterday from Jamie. I have yet to open that package. And I will see what's inside that package when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard that Greenville Auto World is now under new ownership and is now a part of the DriveHereNow.com network? DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, surface, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join DriveHereNow.com. Get car shopping today at DriveHereNow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. Now you can sing, Clip. Uh, Bettingfield? Natasha. Natasha Natasha Bettingfield. Great tune, great message. The rest is still unwritten. Nicely done. Man. All right, Mully Man is here. Sean, Sheryl's. And a mysterious package. Ooh. Now, last week, for those just tuning in to catch you up, uh, Jamie, Eric was involved. The chat gang wanted, uh, it was Halloween. Somebody wanted Mully to wear a Mark Davis wig and basically said, would you wear a Mark Davis wig for 100 bucks?" And Mully was like, yeah, provide the wig, provide the cash, and you'll put it on for an entire segment. Yeah, we'll roll. So, I haven't opened this, Molly, but it's from Jamie, so I'm assuming I know what's in here. Um, and and we'll talk about it. We know we're not yeah, going to open this. This is like Christmas, a little early. Get ready to open up gifts this Christmas season. We got a bag within the bag. Oh, oh and hey, hey, look on the back. Free beauty. Molly Wig Fund. We- <laughs> All right, we have notes from Jamie. Wig will need cut to match Mark Davis. Need more chat gang contributions. But, like any gift, Molly, when you get a card, it's nice to have one of these. In yeah, there, right? right. That's right. Uh, I believe we have a U.S. American $20 bill in here. Mm. So, we are one-fifth of the way yeah, there. We're getting there. Jamie, you have done your part. Jamie, that is admirable. Uh, you made the investment. You just need to get some other folks to uh, invest as well. 20 bucks to the Mully Wig Fund. And this comes from Free Beauty. And nothing's free. They say the best things in life are free. Open this up. This is, wow, this is a red wig. Very red. And yeah, we are going to have to cut it, but I see potential. Yeah, I think there's a good start there. I see potential. What do you think, John? I like it. Pretty good. Mm. Pretty good. Mm. We have a wig cap, too, as well, Molly. Well, I did shave in in anticipation of wearing the wig. Good news. We got the wig. We got 20 bucks. 
all we need is 80 steve's asking how does he donate um you mean <laughs> give him all these uh venmo yeah my, my, my venmo's available all right uh, <laughs> all right steve no, we're not gonna share my yeah well, i know i'll send it to him yeah, okay not to everyone uh although maybe mark davis's hair <laughs> <laughs> looks so messed up it looks like this might be a job to do when it comes to cutting it it is so weird we'll figure that out um molly would you wear like some raider stickers as well like chandler yeah, did for his thing yeah well for, right just do the whole mark davis yeah but we'd, we'd price poker may go up <laughs> okay all right fine we'll just stick with the wig for 100 bucks um very cool jamie good job no, that's man. that's impressive you are an action you're about action you're that's about right. that action boss not just talk all right molly where you want to start today uh i don't know there's it's, it's kind of weird it feels like there's a lot going on and then there feels like there's it's kind of a again it's just weird well, like that like that game last night was just weird i know where i want to start the football game i didn't watch any of that so you can tell me about well, it well i i think i summed it up okay um we got some trouble man um we got people on the hot seat here what's up and you are i will say i think you're friends with this guy okay more than acquaintances with this guy and i want to get your take on it here's a call from the uh, fifth quarter on saturday night after ecu fell to tulane this is what i'm saying this is not nil this is malpractice malcolm gray where are you I should have gone trick-or-treating and rung your doorbell so you could hear me. This is ridiculous. Wait, why did he blame Malcolm? I don't I don't understand the Malcolm <laughs> reference because Malcolm's the sports information director. <laughs> what is Malcolm supposed to do? Maybe he why met are John people Gilbert? trick-or-treating at Malcolm's house? <laughs> A lot of questions. Maybe I, I think maybe he got Malcolm and John Gilbert mixed this up. This is the first time anybody's ever called out Malcolm Gray on the fifth quarter. <laughs> I got to tell Malcolm about this. And Molly, I didn't have to tell him about it because I saw him at tiebreakers the yeah. next day briefly, and he said he had been notified immediately that he was being uh, called out, and he is on the hot seat. Yeah, and I think, you know, there was a little bit of, like, <laughs> he was a little bit prideful about the call out. Like, I don't really know why it's me, but I feel, you know, maybe honored to be mentioned in the fifth quarter call in. No, and I can assure you on Halloween, I, I would, I don't think it would have been a whole lot of need in trick-or-treating at his house as I'm feel pretty confident he wasn't there but yeah malcolm gray needs to do a better job that's uh he's at the root of all the problems yeah i will say this folks for you for those of you with your pitchforks out for malcolm i emailed malcolm on sunday i said hey malcolm can i talk to alex flynn on tuesday guess what i went to the press conference today guess who was available alex no, flynn he does his job man. for for as far as i can tell he is doing his part now cheesel in pennsylvania may disagree but I think Malcolm's doing a fine job, and I think he is safe. I think he's good. I, think I wonder where is I, that, that is interesting. I wonder how he came across that. I guess because Malcolm now has that, you know, I guess associate AD title as he's now the director of media relations. Maybe yeah, that's, well, maybe I, that's it. I don't, I don't know, know if it was a joke if he just got a name mixed up, or, or was that one of Malcolm's fraternity brothers from uh, back in the day that maybe uh, was trying to be funny? I don't know. Does he know a guy named Cheezel? Well, I don't think you'd admit it if you did. Do you know anybody named Cheezel? No. Okay. Confidently. Uh, same story with the Pirates. Same script, Molly. Uh, can't get the the offense look good early, and it's about all she wrote. Yeah, I, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. I mean, I, I you know what else to be said. I mean, it it, it is what it is. Uh, I don't know. Run down to FAU and see what happens. Hey, it will be interesting to see if we get uh, Raheem Jeter. Maybe see him a little bit. 
I don't yeah. know. I don't know what that matters. I mean, I you know. Did you load uh, the clips from today, Shirley? Can you play Mike Houston seven? I asked him because earlier this year I asked him, did you want to get Jeter in more? And he said yes. So I referenced that and I said, would you play Raheem Jeter only if the game got out of hand, or are you comfortable putting him in when the game is in doubt? And here's what he said: Cut seven. Well, I think uh, you know we all have to keep in mind he's a true freshman. And uh, he's been getting reps with the travel squad, you know, throughout most of the year. And, uh, you know, with, uh, with each week, we're always going to do uh, whatever is best for our program to put us in a situation uh, to win on game day. And uh, if he's part of that, then that's what we'll do. And uh, if, if he's not, then, uh, you know, we won't. But uh, I continue to be, uh, you know, pleased with his progress. Uh, we have, you know, had to, uh, you know, intentionally, you know, hold him to a degree because we do want to protect the red shirt. You know, he's a, he's a young guy. You want to make sure that you have the, ava- the availability of his eligibility for when he is ready. And uh, you want to try to maximize that for as many years as you can. So, um, you know, very encouraged by him. And, you know, we'll see how he does in practice this week. All right, so, man, these coaches are really good at non-answers. Well, and it's a fine line of saying, okay, the program desperately needs a win or every opportunity to win a game. The program also desperately needs to figure out what the path future uh, forward is, what the future looks like. So, and that's a non-answer, but that's that's the conundrum that's in the coaching staff's head right now. It's like, hey, if we can find a way to win a game, Let's win the game, but man, it, it, what do we? There's, it's not like in, you know at the pro level we go, right, we're going to tank for the number one pick. So if we don't win another game, no big deal. Um, but it, it is, it's, well, it's kind of a yeah. And look, I think everybody wants to see him. The problem becomes if he goes out there and lays an egg. Does everybody in the fan base? Uh, what's that reaction look like? And do well, they still give credit for he's a true freshman? I mean, I got news for everybody. I, he's it's not going to be any better it's probably going to be worse no that would be exactly right and if if I, I, again i would feel like if they thought he was going to be a significant step up then we'd have probably seen, seen him. him right hey and, and also, also molly real quick yeah so yeah, you were talking so last year we had this discussion where mike houston why didn't he play garcia why did he always go with aylers even when there were times where he probably could have got garcia in because houston is trying to win games for himself to for his resume because east carolina is not his final destination job you know so this year he's kind of fighting now for a job almost so he's going to do everything he can to put a win another win or two on his ledger and and maybe sacrifice a g i I don't know i don't know am i I, wrong in that i i don't think you're wrong and i think all any of us are doing is speculating i think the deal i mean if you in hindsight if you look back to last year and you would have seen more of Garcia. How would we have felt going into this season? I don't think the 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 the, the optimism meter would have been quite as strong. But maybe they make a, a more aggressive move to bring somebody else in. And you know what? And I, I think that's probably the case. And I'm sure that they would love to have a uh, bring in a guy. You know, but, but and everybody says I don't want to hear about the NIL. Well, the market for quarterbacks right now is pretty expensive. Uh, having conversations with different friends around the country that are involved in college athletics and we have these conversations more specifically to baseball but it always goes to football and basketball and I'm just telling you there are a lot of people that are quote unquote
quote-unquote on par with East Carolina from the perception standpoint that are greatly ahead of, of East Carolina from a spend in a, in a collective environment in NIL. I mean, it's just a fact. So, you know, I, I don't – that's the other thing. You put the kid out there. I mean, all right, we got an example right down the road at NC State with the quarterback there uh, drawing a blank on the freshman that t- today decided – MJ Morris Chandler, is that his name? Yeah, MJ. MJ Morris. Who, you know, he's three and one as a starter and decided today he's sitting the rest of the year. Or somebody there decided. So, you know, the first thing I would feel as a as a you know, if I were a NC State fan, would be, well, he must be planning on leaving. Right? Is that was his audition tape. So you run Raheem Jeter out there, give him the same opportunity. Well, are you protecting his red shirt for somebody else? And that's the world of, that we lived in. A moment of clarity the other day talking to Jason Nichols because I keep repeating that the red shirt doesn't matter anymore. No. And when I say that, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter as much as these coaches. It matters now to the players more than the coaches. It's a bargaining year. Because they are looking out for themselves as free agents. That's right. So it's almost flip, Molly, the, the reason for the red shirt. And that kid, again, I the, kind of the way it read, the, the way I read it was that he had made the decision that he was going to sit out for the rest of the year. And then likely go elsewhere. Well, and it didn't really say likely to go elsewhere, but I think the implication is that was his – he put film in the can. He can now be evaluated on four games in the ACC with, a, you know, three and one. His last two games, he actually looked quite good. The state's been winning, right? Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, again, his last four starts, he's or last four appearances, they're three and one. So I think two or three of those are starts. I think maybe one was in relief. But, but I, anyway – he, you know, do you get into that situation with with Jeter? Do you get into that situation with the uh, with any of the freshmen that are out there? Well, and again, I hear you, some, but it's at not some that. point I don't think they're hiding them. I, I don't. I don't think it's an intentional hiding of them. Like, hey, we can't let the world see him because he's. I mean, it's not the stealth bomber, but I mean, I mean, I, I mean, but is it again? We're not sitting in those class in those in those uh, meetings up in the office and trying to figure out. Where do we go from here? Maybe we're still hiding Garcia. Well, I, and, and that you know, I mean, that ship has sailed. There's, okay, there's, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the proverbial beating of the dead horse. But he, you know, it that that that's just a unfortunate miss. Well, let's speculate since it's sports talk radio. Where is Mason Garcia next year? You think? I, you know what? If he's here, I think he's wearing like an eighty. Yeah, you know, something like that. Yeah. And and we've seen that happen to some other players. The Jerkovic guy did it for uh, Pitt this year, right? Yeah. And uh, remember, Rob Cass called a touchdown. Well, and the, uh, McCaffrey's brother was a quarterback. Now he's a wide out at you know at, at like his third stop. I mean, so I, I don't know. Is is you know you also have to take into consideration the the the, the mental side of this for these guys. And yeah, definitely. You know, it, it can, can. I mean. Where's the where's the passion for the program? What's that look like? D- does it does it mean enough to come out and, and make a position change? Um, you got to feel like he's just not going to figure it out at quarterback. God, that would uh, be an amazing story though, because he is a great athlete. Yeah, I, I foresee him probably trying to go maybe to another level to play quarterback or something. But if he decided to, and and this uh, the, again, we are just talking. No, this We're is this is just yeah. This is but like, the coaches have to want to maybe make that move as well. It's not just his call. Well, and so. then and then of course you have that question about you know who who's going to remain on staff and what does that mean to the guys that are there and what are the you know how deep are those roots? I mean I you know so I just a ton of questions. You know it's so funny. This has been the year we just don't know. You know it started after day one. We we sat here and 
you know, I was like, man, I just don't know any more about the team that I did, but you know, before they played Michigan, and now it's, you know, we're we're winding this thing down, and it's still we know that this iteration is not good, but it's just created more questions. Mike Mullis joining us here in the Pirate Radio studios. Mully, uh, big picture college football. Let's see, what did we see last week? We saw Bama take down LSU. Washington put up fifty two on USC. They fire their defensive coordinator. I like Oregon, who gets a piece of USC. I like them more. If I had to bet on like championship odds, I would take Oregon over Washington right now because I, they'll probably meet up again. Right. And I'm going to say Oregon wins that game, too. They played a classic game one. And the question becomes, is anybody playing better than Bama right now? <laughs> Milrow. I mean, they, he looks, has figured it out. Yeah. He has figured it out, and it took him a little bit of time. He is not like Mike Vick fast or anything, but no. he runs with some authority. Yeah, I, maybe Vince Youngish. You know, yeah. I mean, but he's thicker, but he's, he's bigger. Yeah. He's he's Cam Newton size, Vince Young type speed. He's a he's a he's a problem. I mean, yeah. he is a matchup problem. Uh, but I, and, and again, I don't know if anybody's playing better than him right now. And you know, and then we. Uh, yeah, last weekend was was kind of interesting. That you know, you get the last bedlam game, and, and that doesn't even make sense. That that's potentially the last bedlam game. Surely that's got to get back on the schedule somehow. Uh, you know, Oklahoma State winning that, but um, yeah, kind of. And I don't know if you got to see the Colorado game that, that at halftime, but that really really poor clock management by you know, Dion makes a statement of of turning the offense over to a to Sherber, who's got tons of NFL experience and has called offenses and you know at all levels and man just really makes some like unbelievably bad decisions to the point where my you know even my you know my, my mats and they're going dad why are they throwing the ball right here you know what are we doing your boys are playing football do they still play madden and stuff uh very occasionally it they're, they're, feels they're, like Dion is just on madden you know all madden mode and is is doing all roster overhaul coaching changes uh, just uh i don't know he's a little he's like he's a little overwhelmed right now well and i think what he's going to have to figure out is some of these guys that are on their second school that are playing specifically on the offensive line for him uh you know he's got some skin in the game with those guys if he runs them out of town from a you know from an obligation standpoint so i, I you know i think i think he's got a lot to learn about you know the the ncw or the division one game at this level as far as it goes to the off the field stuff uh you know and he's Obviously, when he makes statements to the effect of the whole offensive line has to go, that's a very that's very much a pro statement. You know what yeah. I mean? That's it. That is not a uh, a college football statement. But Dion probably feels like he's almost in a pro game right now with what the players are getting and oh, well, all the money that's flying and, around and the yeah. things that yeah 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 it, and it is. I mean, you know, largely it is a pro game. Well, how about this, Stan? Uh, big Stan said, "I don't know of anyone that calls it more the truth." calls it more to the truth plain and simple than mully well thank you stan wow and i think that's uh, i think he's he's dead on there i appreciate that i do how do i look today good i like the you clean this up a little bit look this man tells the truth john obviously john i mean always i mean so dapper dapper john over there uh john i saw uh the worst drafter manager in ECU baseball history last night at Menji's, Danny Beal. Oh, yeah. We got to get his. He's got to get out of here. He's got to get out of here because he can't draft a team or coach a team worth a squat. He did tell me last night that he would probably be seeing us sometime this week, so we'll see if that happens. Did he show up last week? 
You know, that yeah, was, he did. okay, he, he did. did. All right, I missed it. And ha- we had a great segment because he went over his draft, talked about he had the arms, they had the bats, and obviously we're joking, DB. Uh, but gold winning the Purple Gold World Series. Did you watch any of them? Yeah, I did. I got out a uh, little, very little bit on Friday and caught most of the game on uh, on Sunday. Uh, I would have loved to have made it Saturday, but had a lot of a lot of stuff going on with the football game, people in town, that kind of thing. But from what I understand, you Savage and Root were both what they're uh, billed to be and what everybody's looking forward to see, you know, going on Friday and Saturday night. So Sunday was a little bit rough. They, you know, they, they had some younger guys uh, on the mound and um, kind of, it was a little bit sloppy. And, and, you know, one thing you always get with a, uh, with a practice or scrimmage at East Carolina is a lot of energy. Uh, and it, it, there was definitely a lack of, of what you normally feel out there from a, communication standpoint from uh you know just from from an overall energy standpoint so uh you know you attribute some of that to a long weekend we had daylight savings time you had you know coming off a of halloween week yeah i mean a lot of a lot of moving parts football weekend uh so but but i think uh this is kind of the culmination to a lot of fall baseball a lot too. man they they, have, these dudes have been going i know it's it. the off season but they have it been is, at it. it is nothing awful about it and, yeah. and these you know a lot of these especially the younger guys and you got what 17 freshmen out there um they need a break and it's gotten right to the point where you know it's time to take it's time to take that break and i you know i, I so i i think you could attribute a lot of that i will say that from where i saw them early early on in the fall to where they i've seen them and, and sunday was it was kind of a rough day but th- there has been noted improvement and you know you just then th- that's the whole thing just keep getting better Mike Mullis joining us here in the Pirate Radio studios. Hopefully, we'll have Ryan McChrystal and Dixon Williams. Uh, Ryan said they should be able to come by, and uh, we're going to get a final word on that and uh, talk to them on Wednesday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Speaking of ECU baseball, Mully, uh, we'll let you run. we got to call Ellerby, unless you want to stick around. No. Uh, we got to call Ellerby. He is at down on Main Street where the ECU baseball players will be hanging out from 5 to 7. So we'll check in with him when we return on Pirate Radio Live live a uh, lot more to go on a tuesday thanks for joining us yeah man enjoyed, enjoyed it. it yep mark davis wig is here 20 bucks is here if you want to donate to the mully dresses as mark davis at least his hair fund you can do so we're only uh 80 bucks short and i think steve's donating as well more to go back with you after this you can sing if you want i'm just beginning the pain's in You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Sidebar and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, kind of in the middle of a hoops, football, baseball Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Why baseball? Because the East Carolina baseball team will be at down on Main Street in about 25 minutes. Head over to historic downtown Washington for a great meal, some drinks, and 
some autographs, pictures with the parts. They will be there at from five to seven. They also are selling a, a cool uh, T-shirt, uh, baseball themed T-shirt, and uh, you can get that, and the players can autograph it right there for you at Down on Main Street. So you're thinking about dinner tonight? Why not go hang out with the ECU baseball pirates? Ellerby is there, getting uh, ready to roll for a big night, and he joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line now. Ellerby, what's up? Hey, Clipper, man. I mean, it is a great night to play a doubleheader in Washington, North Carolina. It is beautiful baseball weather. And uh, people remember last week at Halloween, I was just talking to somebody. I was in a uh, puffy jacket, cold around a uh, fire at my neighbor's house. And now I'm in short sleeve shirts looking at the beautiful Washington waterfront. And uh, we are set up and ready to go. Baseball team should be here in another 10, 15 minutes. And then they're going to start signing autographs between 5 and 7 tonight. So uh, a lot of Pirate fans already rolling in and uh, getting set up, getting dinner, getting some drinks. So it uh, should be a festive night here in Washington at Down on Main Street. Good deal. Jonathan Ellerby uh, here on the Pirate Radio Live line. Ellerby, uh, so do you know how many uh, members of the team, Cliff Godwin, is he going to be out there? Do you know what kind of uh, participation we're going to get here tonight? Yep, yep. Coach Godwin is going to be here. Uh, Blake Hardigree is director of operations, and we got the uh, twenty returners last year. Wow! Which uh, include include uh, a lot of the guys that are Pirate Radio athletes that come on with us uh, month to month. So uh, you know, good opportunity to meet a good chunk of this ECU baseball team and uh, just have fun. Uh, the Down on Main Street has uh, some really cool shirts that uh, set up like a baseball diamond in the back, so you can get the guys to sign. Uh, on the shirts where they uh, play their position. So, yeah, it, it is going to be a uh, fun night. And because of the weather, we have a nice uh, U uh, set up on the patio. So the team is out here on the patio, which leaves the whole restaurant inside for you to come in and uh, grab dinner and then uh, get autographs or get autographs first and then grab dinner. So, uh, it, I mean, it's gorgeous over here. So it is, if you're listening right now, if you're in Greenville, plenty of time just to make the quick drive over to Washington and uh, come join us tonight. Good stuff. Ellerby, uh, we'll check in with you again next hour when Bryce is here and get another update from you. That sounds good. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Ellerby live at Down on Main Street. Coming up tonight, 5 to 7. ECU Baseball Pirates hanging out. And uh, you can hang out with them. We were talking earlier about best words for dunk. Oh, uh, Johnny Hoops, Johnny Gardner. was able to chat with Johnny last night. He said, yoke. I like yoke. It's a good one. trying to think of some more and i just cannot think of any it's not really a word but when it got dunks i just like to do it like one of them yeah i like a uh i say throw it down a lot throw it down big fella in the uh the vein of bill walton throw it down as for last night kind of got free Instead of throw it down from 213. Chandler, 1-0. Let's talk hoops, baby. Let's do it. Shirley, can I get some ECU band? Crank up the band. Hey, let's let's uh, let's go overall night. All right, first of all, lights. What do you think of the lights? The light action was awesome. I liked it pregame. I like that they do it during the game, especially during a timeout. My favorite part of the game last night with the lights is when they did the no quarter. And the red light. They did the red light special, the, Charlie. The red light special with TLC Benji's. was out there. Uh, the the light show is awesome. They did a great job with the LED lights. That's cool. I, I like it. I feel like we're we're like ten or fifteen years behind. You know what I'm no saying doubt about like, it. Like, but really cool. I like it. 
All right, what did you think of the DJ setup? All right, the DJ setup, because I feel like we they've said in the past that they have like a DJ. You never see where he's at. But last night, they actually had this guy set up in on one of the baselines, and um, it's really cool. He's easy to spot. Uh, he, I liked his you know choice of music. Um, it just it looks legit. He's right there. I mean, but give him some more. You know, when when he's playing, put him on the jumbotron there. Show him off. Feature the DJ. Like, feature the DJ. All right. Um, did you get to the purple seats at all? The new seats. I was down there quickly for pregame so I can get the the team coming out. And uh, as I was walking in, I think we mentioned this yesterday. It does give it more of a arena vibe mm-hmm. instead of like a gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Um, and the seats look great. The seats will look awesome if it was all the way around. But I mean, you can't see them on one side when you're watching it on TV. But I thought the purple seats looked great. It looked like people were enjoying those seats last night. Uh, did you have any fancy nachos? I did not have any fancy nachos, but as I was making my way around the concourse, uh, they have revamped the concession stands, and uh, they actually have, they have given them some names. Like one of them was Fire in the Hole uh, for one of the concession stands right outside of Section 213. Okay. Uh, so, and it looked like they have added some more items <coughs> to that menu. I know also right outside of Section 213 is the Kid Zone, and that was rocking and rolling last night. Yes. Um, I guess parents do a good job of like during the game of getting their kids in seats and having them watch the basketball game at least because it was popping pregame but during the game it was not as uh as hype and as busy as it was pregame but yeah the kids zone is always nice if your kids are you know wanting to go play there is right there outside of section 213 um anything else Uh, non-game related oh let's see John was a busy man last night. Great content. Good job, Jenny. Big yep. dog. Everybody involved. Thank you. Um, no, that's about it. The lights. Um, didn't get a chance to experience the the food, but I did see that there was some more options there. Um, just a great crowd overall for opening night of ECU basketball. Um, and another one and no start for the Pirates. Chandler's got a... Uh He's got a new guy he's keeping an eye on this year. Yeah, and he and I, after the game last night, his stats didn't pop, but I felt like he had a lot of confidence in shooting the basketball, and a lot of the misses he had last night were just in and out, in and out, rimming out, rimming out. Um, but Ben Bayela, yeah, he has got a smooth three point stroke, and he seems to have a lot of confidence. Remember last year season. I said very early on, man, Ezra, he's got a pretty stroke from the free throw line, and then he couldn't make a free throw. Yeah. I hope this is not a Ben Baila situation where you talked about his smooth stroke. Just can't get And he breaks threes all year. Speaking of Ezra, how about him drawing some contact, getting to the line several times? He went 7 for 10 last night from the charity strike. I'll tell you that. Well done. Brandon Johnson, 10 out of 10. Yeah. 10. 10. BJ, great 29. game. 29. Wish you could have got that 30. I know. But a good game from him. R.J. Felton, mid-range king. R.J., such a throwback. Something that Mike Schwartz talked about, uh, B.J., something Mike Schwartz talked about, and I kind of noticed it during the game last night. I thought he did it some last year, but apparently he's being more aggressive of going and attacking the basket. Um, and it, it paid off. He was able to draw some fouls yeah. into the line. I mean, I felt like we 100%. were down Duke or Carolina out there getting all those foul calls and making free throws. I don't think we'll be able to body every team we play like that because we do have a bit of a – I mean, I watched some other teams yesterday, watching Oregon, 
um they had three or four trees and we don't have many trees on this team you know yeah caleb LeCount was able to get the start last night yeah um did i've got the schwartz audio did he talk about that somebody post-game? asked him about uh caleb LeCount and getting the start and just you know how did he get it well, i mean and what was his answer i, I can't oh, remember sean i can't remember come on sean did you ask coach schwartz a question i didn't last night he did say, Shirley, can you hit part one real quick? Uh, great, great to get the season started off. Uh, obviously, I, I just think, you know, anytime you can win a game, uh, I, I really truly believe that uh, we just talked about it. Winning is difficult. Uh, so, you know, obviously glad that we were fortunate enough to, to win in the opening night. Um, that being said, uh, really disappointed with our isolation and on-ball defense. I thought they, uh, you know, I thought... Ferrum did a really good job. I think a lot of respect for Coach Corrigan and their All right, team. Twenty-five um, seconds. You know, we knew coming in this would be a team that wanted first to respect. play downhill. I was shocked when he didn't come out right out of the gate. I was waiting for it last night, and I was like, but I think he dropped it twice, so he like made up for it. He's going to put it in there some somewhere, yeah. and usually it's right there off the bat. As soon yeah. as he sits down, starts his opening statement, he usually gives respect to the uh the opposing team he was but, not happy was he he was not satisfied with the way that he, especially defensively he hangs his hat on defense yeah um and, and he's and he was not satisfied with the way they played defensively last night so um i think that's refreshing to know that you know you, you win by 30 uh and your coach is still not satisfied with where your team's at so uh to build off of that win last night going forward is going to be huge and that game saturday at two o'clock in Menji's against campbell is going to be a big test um especially defensively for the pirates you're putting this in the big test category big test wow because i feel like campbell usually gives us a run for our money they give us fits they drive us nuts all right let's take a break i'll tell you what when we come back we'll do our fleet feet rundown Mm -hmm. we'll do a bug scoreboard and national day update okay shirley are you playing songs that make me happy or is it just coincidence it's just coincidence okay because you are killing it right now I mean, normally I, I do try pain. to be a little bit more conscious of, of what music I select for each day, but chains. today it was just random. No one will change your life except for you. Don't ever let he loves anyone his Wilson step Phillips. all over you. I know. Open your heart and your mind. I almost said eyes. Ooh, it's really bad to feel. This way inside. Drum breakdown. Someday somebody's gonna come around and run around and make you cry. Oh, come on, Shirley. <laughs> it's been a while since I heard the song. Because you know, don't you know, things will change, things will go your way if you hold on for one more day. If you hold All right, we'll be back with more after this. Things will go your way. Hold on for one more day. You 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by this summer and try... Uh, not this summer. What am I talking about? Villa Verde is inviting you to come by regardless and try some of their imp- amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, Cuban sandwiches, and more. Relax on the patio with a fresh mojito or cold beer while enjoying one of our out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. All right. Welcome back into Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Bryce Williams joining us hour three. We'll make you a winner with our daily giveaway and also i'd like to mention that if someone said three years from now you'd be long gone another great tune pink is uh very talented incredibly talented and not only that if you've ever been to a show she does like this cirque de soleil kind of uh routine with the the i don't know what you call those it's not ropes it's some sort of cloth but to have the core strength to not only do that while you're singing uh it's just amazing i thought she was overrated i went to one of her concerts and chanted overrated the entire time um but i take that back now mm. You chanted overrated. <laughs> overrated. Overrated. <laughs> what if we did chants at concerts like we were at sporting events? Depends uh, on the concert. Chad A. Moore says, hey, guys, sorry, I'm super late. Been in a meeting since three, but here I am now. <laughs> Chad, it is Will Levis season in Nashville for the Tennessee Titans as they named him the starter. What does the A stand for with Chad A. Moore? Alan. I think. I'm pretty positive. How positive are you? It is International Merlot Day. Chandler, how do you feel about wine? Because you sure do wine a lot around here. If someone's at three now, you'd be long Overrated! 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 You like wine? Not really. I mean... My, my grandmother is a big wine connoisseur. Connoisseur. Um, they do the little, little, like, little like, waggle it around, smell it. Waggle it. <laughs> waggle it around. A little waggle. A little waggle. Yeah. And then, yeah, sniff it. Sniff. Um, Snort it. If I Put had to go ear, with a choice of wine. in the ear. If I had to go with a choice of wine, mm-hmm. I would probably go with the Moscato. Oh, I don't even. Which is more of a sweet wine. Which is more of a. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. A Moscata, it's really sweet. It's really, really sweet. Really Uh, sweet. My grandma likes red wine, which is too bitter for me. Isn't Merlot red wine? Yeah. I don't know, guys. I've never been a wine guy. I also like kind of a good Pinot Grigio. (laughs) Okay. 
or as we like to call it back in Sampson County, Panad Grigagel. Another example of Chandler not being able to get out the final words as he laughs to himself. And see, I might know a little bit about wine because my parents used to own a Italian restaurant. Can't hide that money. Panad I'll have the Panad It is National Retinol Day. On November 7th, celebrate the most popular anti-aging skincare ingredient with National Retinol Day. Folks, this may shock you, but everything you see on me is natural. Oh my goodness, really? The skin, the hair. Natural, you say? All natural. No product. Got some lotion in here. It is International Day of Medical Physics. We'll move on. National Canine Lymphoma Awareness Day. Huh. Get your dogs checked. It educates, uh, creates awareness about canine lymphoma. And it is National Bittersweet Chocolate with Almonds Day. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'm my, my wife likes a um, Hershey with almonds. Nah. You're I'm not, not an almond I'm not guy? celebrating that today. Wow. I don't like almonds at all in anything i don't think they really i don't they don't have much of a taste to me get them out of my chocolate they're very crunchy you like peanuts in your chocolate like i love a good snicker bar so yes and i and one of my favorite candy bars besides a hundred grand bar which is my favorite uh a payday and that's literally nothing but peanuts yeah an old payday yeah it's really good fred said malbec is that how you say that m-a-l-b-a-c Malbec or Budweiser, about it for me. Um, Merlot is red. We've got some some Duplin talk. Uh, okay, a lot of people talking uh, alcoholic beverages in the chat now. Uh, Chad says, Chandler, are you a Mons guy? Um, no, and I'll tell you why because I don't even know what that is. Okay. Looking at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Coming up tonight, does your crappy NBA team play, Chandler? No, Clip. Um, our crappy NBA team plays tomorrow night uh, against the Washington Wizards, where the Hornets are four and a half point favorites. The NBA isn't playing because it's election day. All right. Yeah, Hornets play tomorrow against the Wizards. Can't wait uh do the hurricanes play that answer is yes and they play the sabers coming up seven o'clock at pnc arena from buffalo they're the <laughs> buffalo sabers correct i just wanted to let it be known that i know some hockey three football games tonight so like if you're uh if you live in charlotte do you go out to all the voting sites and try to meet nba players like man i'm gonna go out there maybe terry rogier will be here Maybe LaMelo will pull up and park in a handicapped spot with his Lamborghini. Maybe P.J. Washington will re- register me to vote. Maybe Miles Bridges will throw a brick through my face. Can we please go out to the voting booth? I want to see if Miles Bridges will throw a pool ball through my chest. Allegedly. Ball State at Northern Illinois tonight. Central Michigan at Western Michigan. Battle of the Michigans. And Ohio at Buffalo. Those are the matchups tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Buck. And this has been your Fleet Feet Rundown. Head over to Fleet Feet so you can be like Shirley Rhodes and have some really cool, comfortable shoes. Shirley. Because you got that 3D foot scanner on her yammers. Yep. 
Have you given those? <laughs> Wait, yeah, hold on. Excuse me, Shirley. Uh, excuse did me. Did right. you just no, call it, it, my it, feet yammers? No, yeah. Shirley, just excuse me. Uh, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> yeah, I said yammers. <laughs> Good God, man! We're in our workplace. Oh man, go ahead, Chandler. Uh, but Shirley, are you giving? I still can't get over that comment. Uh, have you t- have you given your yammers a break? <laughs> First of all, you're, you're, you're wearing them every day and you're supposed to give them a break. That is true, Charlie. Uh, I will have you know, I did not wear, well, no, today's Tuesday. Yep. I did wear them yesterday, yep. but I did not wear them Sunday. I wore dress shoes on Sunday. Mm. Well, just give them a break. I don't want them to go, I don't want your yammers to go bad. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want your yammers to go bad. Too, Great one on one service, 3D foot scanner, fleet feet. Old Gordon's golf keep location. digging that hole, Chandler. I mean, just keep on. He's digging the one it. that started it with yammers. Well, he made the first dig. He made the first little scoop there, but you just kept right on digging. I'm like that white collar guy at the ribbon cutting and the, the you know the stupid. And you gotta be a. I got a shovel. Hey, I've never used a shovel in my life, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pretend I'm gonna build this building there. And I just did that you little. That. I did the little bitty dig, and then you came in with the damn backhoe. I came in with my like construction company. Yeah, the and just front started end going at it. Yeah. I mean, just slinging dirt wherever he could do it. Slinging it, boy. Let's take a break. When we return, hour three, Bryce Williams joins us. I'm going to ask hey. Bryce, what body part do you think of when I say yammer and get his answer? You know what? I have a new um, dunk phrase. Yammer. <laughs> <laughs> yammer. Yammer. Yeah. Yammer down. Bryce is trying to make it. He said, everyone is on their Sunday drive, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that That's the one thing that I, I get probably the most road rage of anything is if somebody is out on a Sunday drive on a Tuesday. Let's move it, people. Move it. Mark agrees with Sean. Yammers, another great name for dunks. Yammers. Let's take a break. More to go. PRL. My feet are dunks. Back after this. Yammers. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Those are some huge yammies. Welcome back to the show. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional government and portfolio loans. Uh, the Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now, let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Cliff Brock right. and a yammer. I'm one yammer. Brian uh, said... Sky Whip- Cam has got...
got to be. There we go. Whip there the, you go. <laughs> Whip the yammers out, said Brian Leggett. It's the yam cam. <laughs> the yam cam. Now. The yam cam. There's so much wrong. I don't so want any wrong. of you pervs out there putting this on feedpick.net. If I see this yammer out there and somebody's making money off of it, I'm going to be upset. You're going to have to... Uh, I'm going to cover there, this there, up. There's, there's going to be a copyright infringement. You need to pay Clip Brock. But Brian wanted to see it, so he got it. Oh, Lord. Here oh, comes man. Bryce. Can we get Bryce to show his yammers? Oh, gosh. Bryce, you came in at an awkward time. Uh-oh. We're talking about yams. What we got? Well, not last segment... <laughs> Last segment, we were talking about Shirley's feet. Oh, interesting. And I said she went to Fleet Feet and got some comfortable <laughs> shoes and uh, for her for her yammers. And as I said yammers, I began to chuckle. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> because, I don't know, yammers. Yammers. Yeah. What are yammers? I like yams. Yeah? What are yammers? Well, in this context, it was feet, but I felt like oh. it could be multiple things. But Brian wanted to whip them yammers out, so I did just show my uh, one. I only showed one. Just one yammer. You can't give them everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, Jamie says, what is going on? Jesus. Brian said, yam cam. Jamie says, what is the, a size seven small? Wow. Is that what you want to do, Jamie? Fred said, good to see Clip has five digits. That's right. I have all my toes. Are you, how'd you get it? So you took your socks off too? I just, I took one shoe off, one sock off, yeah. threw it on the table. Threw it on the table. For the people. Nice. Are you willing to do that? Uh, I could. <laughs> I gotta do some shoelaces. <laughs> the socks is probably dirty. Bryce, where you been? Man, I tell you what. Tell me. I mean, catching every light in Greenville, mm. getting behind slow people, you know, if it's 50. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously known to go 55. Mm-hmm. If it's 55, it's obviously known to go 60. Well, guess what? People didn't want to do that. They wanted to go 54 and a 55 or, like, just low, slower. I mean, I'm just like, needless to say, it should have take me about 10 minutes longer than it should have, you know? Well, but you're still a brand-new man to me. Shirley, yeah. can we hit the music, please? You want to do it live? One, Kendall? two, three, four. I saw the line. I Baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. Bryce Williams, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, my God. I just got a DM from Rex Ryan. Chad, I kind of took your joke. Chad said, Rex Ryan coming for you. You know that joke, Bryce? I do not. Uh, so, Rex Ryan... Do you not know that joke? I want to say I do, but refresh my memory. So he, there, his uh, there's videos out there on this crazy internet stuff. Oh yeah, uh, of like his wife doing uh, foot videos. Oh my gosh! Mm. But she's I don't uh, think I knew this. Yeah, and in one of them, he's like talking about him. I I want to say this is while he was the Jets head coach. Oh my goodness! Yeah, 
So uh, Rex Ryan has a thing for feet, which look, everybody's got their thing. That's fine. I don't get that fetish. Y a m y a m s yams yams yams. Oh my god! It took you thirty seconds to spell the word yam, son. Because I started to laugh. He I can't tell a joke without laughing or spell. Y a m s yams yams yams. Even then, you had a little pause in there. <laughs> Speaking of little paws, let's see them hands, Chandler. All right. Okay. Yeah, you can't yeah. see them. Good set of hands you got there. Thank you. Mittens. Uh, <laughs> Rex's wife had... Okay, Jamie. Everybody relax. We can't do... Well, look, I, this is my fault. I put it down this path. Ellerby's probably freaking out. We're supposed to call him and promote a great event going on at down on Main Street. And uh, when they we're in here losing average losing sponsors mm. nobody wants to be associated with this trash hey don't say that i think if you're really cool you want to be associated consider me miles davis <laughs> with this trash uh down on main street right now from five to seven the ecu baseball team is hanging out you can go get autographs pictures they got some cool dudes on that team mm, bryce yeah, you've met a few met of a them oh db db to be probably one of the main but absolutely go get your picture taken with db say you heard him here on pirate radio out supporting ecu basketball last night i was talking to the uh the halftime folks halftime steve which by the way first thing he says to me when i walk out who cares if donnie kirkpatrick's a good guy what are you talking about steve why do you gotta throw i don't care if he's a good guy this offense stinks (laughs) i'm like steve okay i have said repeatedly steve started the basketball season out hot if you look at the numbers and these are your <laughs> offensive numbers. Whoever is coordinating that offense should probably be let go. Just on Saturday, 10 of 18, 120 passing yards. Mm. Uh, running the football. Mm. You had 52 plus 14 is 66 plus 470. Once again, under 300 total yards. How many total plays? 43 total plays, I believe, Bryce. I thought it was 41. But 41, 43, 40-something. Goodness gracious. So, yeah, whoever's coordinating that offense is not getting the job done. East Carolina is one of the worst offenses in the country this year. Mm. Now, the world isn't black and white, Steve. It's gray. I live in a gray world. Mm. I see things. It's not a mixture of black and white. Exactly. That's what it is, John. John. Thank yeah. you for pointing that out because Tony Kirkpatch can be a good guy and coordinate one of the worst offenses in the country those two things can be true yeah we can have a good solid program here and at the same time put a foot on a table it doesn't have to be all one way or the other this isn't three hours of showing our feet it's also not three hours of hard hitting sports conversation it's a gray area. There's an it's in black between. and white together. A correct. Gray. Thank you. <sighs> so, Speaking of gray, we need to fire Malcolm Gray. <laughs> Surely hit, hit the it. clip. Hit the clip from uh, from Saturday. This is what I'm saying. This is not nil. This is malpractice. Malcolm Gray, where are you? I should have gone trick or treating and rung your doorbell so you could hear me. This is ridiculous. All right. 
cut it there. Why did he blame Malcolm? I don't. I don't understand the Malcolm reference. <laughs> right. Malcolm's it's a Malcolm Gray world. What is Malcolm supposed to do? Maybe he why met are John people trick or treating at Malcolm? <laughs> yeah. So Malcolm Gray's on the hot seat now. The sports information director. What? How does he have anything to do with that? Great question, That's Bryce. A good question. Interesting. I think he might have got a name wrong. I mm. think. But I, to. I'm not sure. Um, play the other clip because Bryce has been in a lot of meetings with Donnie Kirkpatrick over the years. Yeah. Um, play this one. Did you hear this? All right. I think so. Let's hear Coach Andy. Andy is up in Charlotte. Hey, Andy. Hey, guys. So uh, we're talking a lot about Donnie. You guys ready to hear from him? Yeah, sure. So. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. This is Andy <laughs> yeah, 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 who yeah. did Houston. So Donnie's Come there on, tonight. Let's get on the A game. <laughs> right. Let's go. All right, let's Donnie. Go. Let's go. All right. Uh, we, we, we played football today. We, you know, we, we threw the ball to the, the right. We threw it to the left. We hand, we didn't handed it off, you know, but he's got he's got to go up and get that ball. He's got you know me. He's got he's got to catch the ball. But I will tell you this, like we did not turn the ball over. I mean that is tremendous improvement. I mean that means if you think about it, that means zero fumbles and zero interceptions. We didn't even turn the ball over at halftime. I mean that's just <laughs> so, I mean, I, you know, life is great. Football. <laughs> that, that's pretty, that is spot on. That is pretty good. Oh, well, my goodness. Well, he forgot the well. Chandler, you, uh, can you come here and uh, we'll trade you for Chandler? Cause, uh, uh, dude, that's, that's great. You're the impressions, on. man. Well. Wow. Oh, oh he hung up. That is perfect, man. Mic drop. Don't ruin it by saying something else. Nope, nope, mic drop. There you go. I can't. Mm. Andy, can't wait to hear you. Practice your Blake Harrell for next week. (laughs) Uh, Andy doing his DK. What do you think, Bryce? That that sounded pretty good. Pretty good. So life's great. Football sucks right now. (laughs) Yeah. Life's great. Football sucks. Uh, Another loss, Bryce. Another one. That was uh, hey. Hats off to the defense, though. Once again, I mean, man. defense is holding up their end of the bargain. I would say, offense on the other hand. So yeah, you're right, Chandler. Forty-one plays for 190 yards. Yards. And from what majority of those yards came in the first quarter? Yeah, after the first yeah. quarter, we had like forty some yards. <laughs> which I asked uh, Mike Houston about that today. Shirley, can we hear cut number three? Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we're playing uh, a very talented uh, defensive team. And I think that's the start uh, for, you know, the challenge we had. But I thought we came out and uh, thought we played very well up front in the first quarter. Uh, I thought uh, we had running room. Our running backs were playing with a lot of energy. Um, I thought Alex was doing a great job in the pocket. Uh, I thought we had guys making catches, making contested catches down the field. We were able to generate a couple of big plays. Jalen had uh, a big reception and then Chase you know, that reception that uh, got the ball down to the one on the second drive, you know, was, was a, a, a great play right there. So, you know, we were just kind of clicking on all cylinders. Um, now, you know, what happened after the first quarter, you know, I think Tulane did a really good job of, of driving the football and to a degree playing a little bit of keep away from us. You know, we got three possessions in the second half and that's it. One in the third quarter and two in the fourth. Um, you know, so, you know, they did a good job keeping the ball away from us, and, and we weren't able to extend drives and create explosive plays the way we were the first two possessions of the ball game. Um, even still, uh, you know, we had, had, had the chance there in the fourth quarter, 
you know, with the ball across midfield, uh, you know, to, to, to do something right there to, to put us back in the lead. And, you know, that's, you know, that's where you just got, you got to make, you got to make those plays at that point. You know, we just uh, weren't able to, you know, convert the third or fourth down right there. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people complaining about why did you go for it there? You should have punt and pinned them deep. I'm glad they went for it. I was critical of Mike Houston for not going for it earlier in the year and yeah. punting it. What was that, SMU? Uh, I think so. Yeah, and punting SMU. it and just and, – and that was it, waving the white flag. This time they went for it, and I saw people you know, saying, wow, your defense is playing so good, pin them deep. Well, maybe, but Jalen Johnson's got it on third down. Got to come up with that ball. Got to come up was with that, that catch. that one across the middle? Yes, sir. Oh, man, I remember seeing that one. Yeah, that was quite frustrating. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know. I feel like – I mean, there's been some, you know, fairly good, very slim competitive catches. And that wasn't I, what I'd call an easy catch, Bryce, no, but that is a catch you got to make. Oh, for sure. Part of me is like, does this receiving core hear footsteps a lot? You know what I mean by that? I know what footsteps are. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> Coming as in your little yammers just to tap it. <laughs> yeah. As in maybe you're thinking more about about to get hit rather than catching the ball. I don't get the, know. Uh, alligator arms, dinosaur yeah, arms, like, whatever oh, you call them. Yeah. So, that that was a – I remember that uh, play very clearly, actually. I was in, uh, actually in the deer stand watching the game. Um <laughs> But uh, I mean, that's how much I want to watch the ball ball game. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm trying to do two things at once. Dedication. But um, yeah, that I think that I mean it did. I mean, a lot of things hurt us, but having those drop passes in a critical this situation um, set us back. I mean, because you, you never know when you can keep a drive alive, what the next play can hold. But unfortunately, we don't typically get an opportunity to. Do another play. So yeah, when you end up with forty-one plays, <sighs> uh, Chandler, you be Donnie Kirkpatrick and ask me, Jalen Johnson, what happened on that play. Jalen, what happened on that play? I heard yammers, coach. Yammers. <laughs> yammers. I, I heard the hell's yammers. I heard the yammers, coach. <laughs> they were all around me. The yammers. Yammers, as far as the eye can see. Little yammer taps. <laughs> yammer taps. Yammer taps. Were you hearing yammer taps? Yammer taps, coach. Yammers. Mm. So it's frustrating. Go. Very. Because like, when the quarterback you know, puts the ball in the, your vicinity. What do you got to do? You got to catch it. Because I can guarantee you the quarterback's not a robot and can put it in the same spot every time. So we got to make them look good. But, yep. you know, it just. I mean, it's preached to the choir. So. Yeah. It's old and had at this point. Um. Bryce, the only person that in this room during our chats today that could actually dunk a basketball. Somebody asked, what's your favorite word for a dunk? Uh, normally I think I would just say dunk, but most of the time we would refer to as like if you could dunk or, you know, can jump would be uh, bunnies. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that the act of the act leaping of high and yeah, jumping. You bunnies. got bunnies. Uh, but as far as like... Like a slam, jam... Uh, uh, probably yoke. I've never heard yoke. Uh, I've I really just I think dunk. Dunk. All right. I think simple dunk. It, but we would say you know he's got bunnies. That's pretty good. I remember first time I heard that word. I was about uh, sixteen. Yeah, that came. That was not around in my day. I want to say <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know bunnies when I was growing up. Hops was hops, our thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, hops. Hops was early on in childhood, yeah. and then it became to uh, bunnies. What is it today, John? John? What are the kids saying? Bun- I mean, bunnies is still used. Bunnies is still a thing. Ups. 
Oh, he got, oh, he's got some ups. Yeah. <laughs> ups, yeah. Let's see. Uh, did it go hops, then ups, or ups, then hops? I want to say ups, and then hops. My, and then bunnies. What's the timeline? Somebody help us up. out. You know, we need an old man. That was fun. I don't know if I could still... I mean, I think I could still dunk, it, dunk still, but not like what I used to. I mean, used What'd to, you used to do? I mean, I was effortlessly just alley-oops. I mean, I could stand oh, flat-footed on the... That's cool. ...under the goal and just like... And, you know, two-hand dunk. Like, just flat under the... I think I got some video of me dunking a while a few years ago. Did you do any fancy stuff? Can you go reverse? Did uh, you do any... No, I the was... Legs? Uh, <laughs> no, I was... I could catch alley-oops yeah. and, you know, dunk two-handed That's flat-footed. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was fun to be able to jump now... I think I could still do it. Do you credit that to your height or your bunnies? Bunnies. Really? So you had good bunnies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wasn't as heavy. But I got some video I could show you during the break. I've then. seen it. I think we've posted it before of Bryce throwing it down. You got new video? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Not new video. I haven't been around basketball since last December. Ah. And gee whiz, that wore me down. <laughs> that was exhausting. Were you sore the next day? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I was sore for the, the, several days. We played three the, on three and played seven games in an hour. Were your yammers sore? I was going to say my yammers were sore and everything else that connects to them. Let's uh, take a break. We got to check in with old Ellerby. Where's Ellerby? He is at down. I'm glad you asked. He's at down on Main Street, where the ECU baseball team is. Autographs, pictures, great dinner, drinks, historic downtown Washington. You can go right now and have a fun night. At down on Main Street, we'll check in with Ellerby, Pirate Radio Outdoors, more football chatter, and a giveaway coming up on this Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name for plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss any games. Uh, the They will have the most specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway. That starts at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at DeBuck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Man, I was so close to winning a jersey at the Buck on Sunday. I came in, uh, I got the second price. Good grief. Chandler, sorry, Would you man. like to buy a vowel? I won these. Can you not speak, man? The Do second, I need to teach you how to speak? Second mm. place prize. Mm. My daughter really enjoyed the bag. She uh, There were some cups in there she really liked. Oh, cool. 
I'm so glad. She was uh she was happy. And my wife uh, received a brand new t-shirt. Mm. And I've got a an old school uh basketball that I need to blow up and show off the handles and maybe the bunnies. The bunnies. That chewing you hear in the background is Bryce enjoying a Cuccinella's pizza from this weekend. Which one was this called? The jalapeno uh, bacon or something? Jalapeno. <laughs> it is a hot one. It's a heat seeker. Mm. Uh, and oh, I recommend it. Is that it. the one with all the house? Oh, oh yeah. Shirley wanted oh. a little spicy, but she didn't know. She thought they were banana peppers. Mm. And she was crying for about 30 minutes. And I will have you know that I went home that night, went to bed, and woke up at around 2 a.m. Mm. And I had to drink half a bottle of Pepto to get through the night. <laughs> so I was suffering. And I knew, I told you, I said I was going to end up paying for it later. Mm. And I sure did. It is good. I've it is very good. Jalapenos off. Yeah. All right, Bryce is going to chow down on that, and uh, some folks are chowing down tonight at Down on Main Street in downtown Washington because the ECU Pirate Baseball team is there tonight, and you've got still uh, plenty of time to get over there. They'll be there from 5 to 7. Ellerby is hanging out. What's up, Ellerby? What's up, Clipper? It is a beautiful night. The sun is setting on the river right in front of us on the patio. A lot of Pirate fans are gathering out here, getting autographs. It is a fun night. I've got intern Dan with us here. He, he's uh, he's signing some autographs. You remember intern Dan? Danny, uh, what do you think of uh, down on Main Street, Washington tonight? It is awesome. The food is great. The vibes are hot. Uh, a lot of people out here signing autographs, but no, we're excited. It was a great event put on by you guys, and we're, we're very happy to be here. Uh, Danny Beal's two for two right now. He's had a burger and key lime pie, and, and, you, and you're getting more food. Is that what I understand? Getting more. This key lime pie did not disappoint. It was delicious. I'm I might have two or three more. We'll, we'll see how the night goes. Danny Bill earning his uh, talent fee tonight, uh, eating some great food at down on Main Street. Still plenty of time to get out here. We're going to be hanging out till 7 o'clock. And uh, about uh, 20 of the players out here and uh, doing autographs, meet and greet, taking pictures. So uh, no reason not to get over to Washington tonight, Clipper. Awesome stuff. And uh, great to hear from old DB. Saw him at the game last night. Uh, good stuff. Well, Ellerby, keep having a good time out there. And uh, it's going to be a fun night at down on Main Street. Absolutely. Tell Bryce I said hello. Hey, Ellerby. What's up, Bryce Williams? We need, we need to get you at one of these events next time. So. I know, for real. Sign us some autographs. We need to get the Pirate Radio talent. That's right. Uh, some autographs. If, the, if there's food involved, Bryce is down because he Always. just shoveled in an entire uh, pizza pie right there. And uh oh, sweats come sweat. I bet you Bryce. Bryce could do some eating too. No oh, doubt. Yeah. No doubt. All right. Thanks, Ellerby. All right. See you guys. Adios. There is uh, Ellerby at Down on Main Street. Great place. Great song. Great tune. Big Bob Seger fan. I am mm. Bryce. What's your favorite Bob Seger song? I know this one. I know some Bob Seger. Hang on. There's a ton of them. Um, what's the one? Um, While you're thinking, I'm going to say mine. I think one of the greatest songs ever written because it everybody can relate to it as you go through life. Against the Wind. Against mm. the Wind. And that one tugs at the heartstrings for me. Against the Wind. I'm sure I've heard it. I'm older now and still running against the, the wind. Oh, that is a I good love one. a good... Uh, and the piano I in love it. I love... Turn the page. Of course, that is his uh, the classic. Full time rock and roll. Duh. Bryce, you're, uh, I gotta say, you're disappointing me a little bit. I think Shirley said the one, the one that says, um, uh, you got about the uh, radio in the wind. How's it go, Shirley? Wait, night moves? 
No. Knife moves. The old time. Old time rock and roll? Yeah. Just take, take those old records off the shelf. Okay, that's that one. Am I thinking the right singer? There's one. I've, you know, I don't do good. Wait, Radio in the Window. Is he no, talking about... Uh, um, Things on some of them old Motown records. Yeah, 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 that one. Let's put the speaker yeah, in the yeah, window. That's Smokey Robinson. Oh. Well, it's also Rod Stewart, right? Yeah, it's Rod oh. Stewart, yeah. Smokey... Wait, well, yeah, it's Rod then. Stewart in maybe the Temptations, song, maybe? <laughs> wow. It was a duet, I thought. Bob Seger. Uh, you got Night Moves. Man, that Night Moves. Against the Wind, Like a Rock. Oh. Still the same... He's got so many hits. Hmm. And, of course, Down on Main Street is one of those hits. And those Hollywood nights. All right, you're not a Bob Seger guy. I like the songs. I I know the song typically, but not so good on the artist. Okay. Unfortunately. Oh, I was going to play a game today. Mm. I was going to do... I miss those games we used to play. Do you want to play a quick game or talk ECU football? (laughs) Those Uh, are your choices. CL says, Clip, sorry you can't make it to the Campbell game Saturday. Any thought to pregame tailgate in Section 213? Eh, I will be in studio, unfortunately. Uh, Talking pirate football and watching uh, pirate hoops. So we'll have a lot of fun coming up on a Saturday during the Bud Light pregame tailgate. All right. um, All right. So I got a random letter generator. Uh. Let's do song titles. We're going to go around the horn. And we'll go a few rotations here. I'm going to name a letter, and you name a song that starts with that title. You ready? All right. Ooh, Y. Who wants to go with a Y? Shirley's got one. You don't love me anymore. Okay. Mm. And you have to sing a snippet of it. Oh, God. It, I, Uh-oh. You don't love me anymore. All right, that's it, good enough. It's, uh, I think it's an old <laughs> Madonna song, if I'm not mistaken. All right, Chandler, P. Uh... Oh, that's easy. Uh, please uh, don't go. Sing it. <laughs> please don't go. Oh, don't go away. Oh, okay. Please don't go. Please Pete. don't go. I was thinking Dude, of um, Purple Rain. Purple oh, Rain. Purple rain. So purple easy. Paradise City. I was thinking of uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band on Please Don't Go. Well, Bryce, you're up uh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, good and one. your letter is a K. K. Mm. Every kiss begins with it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, she's a K. Think of some words. Keep. Um, um, keep. Got to um, be a keep in there. Keep. Keep my no. I mean, I can make up a song title with some other me. All right, do that. It. And then you got to sing it. Exactly. All right. Um, keep my heart safe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How about keep on loving you? Or is that I'm uh, going to keep on loving you? Keep on loving you, REO Speedwagon. Ah, that's a good one. I could keep keeping on. I believe that is Escape. Mm. It's either Escape or MC Light. Oh, all right. I'm a way off. L, Loser by Beck. (laughs) Whoa. I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you kill me? What is that? Get crazy with the cheese whiz. I think it's a lowercase L. Shirley, you got L. I got L. Speed round. Uh, let's try it again. Let's try it again. Now, you name the song. I'm going to sing it. Chandler, you got an E. Uh, or an M. E or M. Uh, Five, four, my Lady Soul. My, Ooh, my, my 
Ma, ma lady so You are my heart. Let's give that one, Bryce. And we're here to be. You got to be. Be. Uh, Black Betty. Oh, Black Betty. Babylon. Oh, Black Betty. The Unforgiven. Ooh, I like that one. Is it the or is it just Unforgiven? Ah. So I dubbed the Unforgiven. Take me home tonight. It is uh, the. Oh, yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, it's not your turn. It's Shirley's turn, and she got a G. A G. Goodbye to you. Michelle Branch. And your mama, too. Mm -hmm. All right, Chandler, you got an S. Uh, Stone in love. Stone in love. Journey. (laughs) Okay. That one, oh, okay. I think you just want right, everybody right. to sing along. <laughs> I didn't know it. Everybody now. Don't even know. All right, Bryce, we got to get through this rotation. D. Oh, D. Um, I got one. Um, uh, it's, um, <coughs> I don't do good on the things. How about uh, take Jimmy Johnson, take Tommy Don't Tom, take the girl. Don't take the, the girl. girl. Uh, now. Good song. All right, and I've got an H. Hells Hello, Bells. Boom. Hello, Hells Bells. All right, there you go. This has been Random Letter Generator Song Title Namer. I love that. That was that that game is awesome. That seemed a little difficult then for me. I, I, th- I thought you were a music guy, Bryce. I, I, I was sorely mistaken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorely disappointed. I am too. Normally I do good. Maybe like, maybe um, we should move into his area of expertise, which is geographicals. <laughs> yeah, I could easily name you somewhere with the D. All right, here we go. Name a North Carolina city or town that starts with an O. Oak All right, <laughs> name it the one to T. Topsail Island. All right, name one with a E. Emerald Isle. All right, let's go to let's go to. Is there a V? Not that I know of. There's Gatlinburg. Oh, yes, Vanceboro, buddy. Oh, Vanceboro. Oh, Vanceboro. All right, Bryce. You got to do five more in a row. M. Morehead City. S. Oh, Sampson County. Right? Is that a town. city or? That's a county. Oh, it got to be a city. City or a town. City or a town. Shalot. Oh, good pull. H. Hatteras. T. Topsail? Can I say that again? No. no. Need another one. Isn't there oh, is a T? Oh, oh, crap. You want uh, me to help you on this yeah, one? Yeah, surely. Yeah, for the fans. Surely. Thomasville. Oh, All right. No, that's what I was thinking. Last about. one. Terrible. N. Nashville. All right. That is correct. There that is go. correct. I was thinking Newber. That is Bryce's uh, expertise. Now we need to make one of y'all a winner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's hit more music. She said, give it away. Just give it away. Song that begins with G. Well, just give it away. There ain't nothing in this studio worth fighting over. Well, the phone lines are already buzzing anyway. So just give it away. All right, what are we giving away today? How about lunch for two at Tiebreakers? With three locations now, 
One in Winterville, one in the Old Pizza Inn location on Greenville Boulevard, and of course the main location on is it? It's Bell's Smith? Fork. Oh, Bell's Fork. Yes, thank you. I was thinking what the drive was, oh, but anyway, I don't, that that street name I still don't. Smithwick. 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 Yeah, right. I always get Smithwick. Okay, never mind. Hey, I'm looking for caller eight. Caller eight three one seven twelve fifty. You can be a winner. We are back with you. Pirate Radio Outdoors. Bryce Williams prediction after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Alan Meekins of Washington. Picked up lunch for two, courtesy of Tiebreakers. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Dagdammit. <laughs> Bryce. Now, let's, say, let's, let's say that real quick, Bryce. So you went to vote today. Went to vote. And realized. <laughs> she pretty much said in more professional terms, son, you're out in the sticks. <laughs> I said, well, I'll take pride in that. <laughs> so, yeah, and I have a Winterville address, but I don't live in the town of Winterville. And Bryce and I were talking, like, we're we're ungovernable. We're pretty off much. the grid. We make our own rules. Yeah. Out there Which is frightening. And the frog level Pocosin area. <laughs> Dang right. So yeah, because I know where you live, and uh-huh. you do live out in the sticks. Well, let's start our own, like our own thing. Yeah, we can. Why don't we have it? Um, our homestead town, our own town hall at the fish farm. Yeah. Okay. What water? What speed limit do you think the road should be out there? <laughs> 70? 85. Yeah. Hey, Slim 80? Slim, Slim 80. 80. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just going to be flying no, through you your just, You just need to make it like the Autobahn. You just how exactly. fast, you know, it, it's it's your comfort level how fast Look, you need to go. Because Lil exactly. Blue ain't going that fast, but Bryce's truck might I go a little faster. Fast. That's what I'm saying. So make it like the well, Autobahn. You, and we'll yeah. just make me a lane because, like, you know, I don't want people upset with. Well, we only got two lanes out there. <laughs> I know. You know what people say like about small towns? If you blink, you'll miss it. Like literally, for y'all's town, yeah. y'all, if you if you blink, you'll miss blink. it going eighty miles per hour down. So the road. instead of a bike lane, you have a clip lane, so clip. the old blues can, can can go about thirty five. The old blue lane. <laughs> I tell you what, we got out there, Bryce. A lot of deer, a lot of wildlife, a lot of wildlife, and uh, that leads us to this. Well done, Shirley. Oh, Pirate Radio nice. Outdoors. Yes. What's, uh, what's going on? To be in the woods. Um, I went the last Wednesday deer hunting, and well, I've been a few times, but was fortunate enough to see two nice younger bucks come in, watch them for a little bit. But I'm trying to manage or at least do my part. Um, and I passed on them, I was able to video them, so it was cool to see that. Um, so didn't get skunked. Um, then went Sunday morning, 
Saw some deer Saturday evening. Did not go. Yeah, I did go Saturday evening. Saw some deer there. So I, mean, I haven't been skunked, but no shooters yet. But supposedly tomorrow is the peak rut in our region. So we'll see what happens in the morning and maybe even tomorrow. Um, and then I was actually called Jay up. You know, one of our buddies had a good fishing day on Sunday. So I called Jay yesterday morning. I said, did you see what my buddy called? And he said, let me guess. And I said, yep. And he said, well, heck, let's look at the weather. Bam, bam, bam. He said, let's go. So we got to be on the water. Mm. Yesterday, I got to take my boat out. <coughs> it's been, gosh, I think flounder season since I've taken it out. So almost two months. So she wanted to run. She was thirsty. So we put her in and we ran. So I've been in the woods and the water. She was a little, a little parched. Unfortunately, we didn't have the quite the day my buddy had the day before. But we, I ended up catching two trout and a puppy drum. So I didn't get skunked. Me and Jay always seem to be like a day late and a dollar short. Hmm. But hey, you never know unless you go. Pirate Radio Outdoors with Bryce Williams and uh, Pirates play at four on Saturdays. Yep. So where are you going to be at four o'clock on Saturday? Ah, uh, uh, man, I'd love to be in the woods, but I think we're celebrating a friend's dinner, so I'll probably be watching it until dinner. Celebrating a friend's dinner? Wow, that well, must be wait, a pretty special that? dinner. <laughs> <laughs> celebrating a friend's birthday oh and you're gonna have a little dinner for dinner it. okay yeah 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 my bad so i'll probably if it's on espn plus then uh yeah it's on the plus okay well then i guess i'll be watching it in uh, the comfort of me and whom all right uh john you want to take us to break take us there john you know what to do man you're an old uh, veteran at this game you're an old head <laughs> he's an old head. Coach Ruff, so you're an old head oh yeah what i do here is i just uh you hit that button. Go down on this right here. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. of course, I just uh, crank this up right here. Uh huh. Look at this guy. Whammy. No, 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 no. All right, we'll take a break. Come back when we return. Bryce Williams' official prediction. Is this it, folks? Is this the first time ever Bryce Williams will pick <laughs> against the Pirates? His record is humiliating at this point. Does he believe? Or will he finally say, you know what, enough's enough. I think FAU might beat ECU this weekend. We'll find out after these words. Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a little bit of a computer issue we were having. Uh, Let's take a quick look at your uh, stock market report. The Dow was up 56 points at 34,152. Uh, the NASDAQ was up 121 points at 13,639. The S&P was up 12 points at 4,378. And that is a look at your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back to the show. Bryce and I are trying to recall an old ECU FAU game when they first joined the Conference, yeah, yeah. Conference uh, USA. Ca- no. Late I Conference, late conference USA before y'all went to the American Rock. Was it? Yeah. it was a Thursday night. Was there a lightning delay? That was UTEP. Dang. 
I remember Maurice Falls had a uh, interception in that game. Hey, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. All right, FAU. Whoa. Price, interested in experience 2023 football in paradise? Of course. It says click here. I'm scared of what that link might take uh, me to. Uh, they FAU is four and five. They are three and two in league play. League. I'll tell you what they've done in the league. They have beat poor Tulsa. They hammered South Florida. She lost by quite a bit to UTSA. They beat Charlotte. And they just lost 45-42 to to UAB. ECU opened up as an 11-point dog immediately and went down to 8. So what do you have to say well, for this game? You know, I've come to the harsh reality. You know, ECU, you know, isn't playing too well. Mm-hmm. But I've come to the harsh reality that I will not vote against the Pirates. That's right. Here on Election Day, Bryce's vote is going to ECU. Going to ECU. If we can just put it together, defense is seeming to play just as they have been all year, very well. Um, Offense, if they can just, you know, come on, figure something out. Muster something. Get something clicking. Yeah. You know, get get all cylinders firing for four quarters, not one, but four. You're a four-cylinder team, not a single. So mm. You know what I'm saying. So, I'm going ECU. You know, hopefully we can get some points. Um, you say we're an eight-dog. 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 Um, I mean, I think hopefully we can turn some things around. I'm going, you know, at least I'm going, you know, like a 20 to a 14. Defense shows up. Offense does enough. Pirates get the win. Let's go. All right. Bryce, enjoyed it, buddy. Thank y'all for having me. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All righty. Navy week. Sounds good. Shirley Rhodes. Good luck to you tonight. I will find out in about three hours or so, probably. Could have a new title when she comes in here tomorrow. I may or may Uh not have a new title tomorrow. We will see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. John, see you tomorrow, buddy. (laughs) Fine folks out there, thank you all for tuning in. We'll talk to you 3 o'clock Wednesday, all new Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. You've been listening to Pirate Radio Live with Troy D. Jeff Charles, take us home. I said Jeff Charles. Give me a second. This computer has been giving me a fit said, the last few minutes. I said Jeff Charles. Jeff Charles. Jeff. Jeff. Where are you, Jeff? Take us home, Jeff. Hold on. Hold on a second. Jeff's loading. Jeff's loading. <laughs> loading. All right. Here we go. Take us home, Jeff. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation. This-